Thompson Street in the West Village in New York City. Follow them on Instagram at Generation Records. Go online at generation, generationrecords.com and get whatever they have up on their web store. Follow them on Twitter at Generation Rex. Shout out to Mark and Ron and all those guys. Um, once again, follow them on Instagram at Generation Records. Uh, it's also sponsored by New Republic Printing. Uh, NewRepublicPrinting.net. That's their uh, address. Go to um, their... I guess it's like their wardrobe or their merch link on that website. Um, it's basically a drop down, and it'll, it's, they could print on any article of clothing that you want something printed on. There's no screen setup fees. There's no shipping cost to any commercial address. You can order a million shirts and get ten thousand boxes delivered at your, at your job for not a dime. Um, follow them on Instagram at New Republic Printing, and on Twitter at N Republic Print. Once again, go to newrepublicprinting.net and shout out to Steve McCarthy. Um, he's a good dude, and I've been using New Republic for over a decade for various projects that I've done. So I recommended them before they were a sponsor, and I highly recommend them still. And with that, wrong location over here. Um, episode 153 of the Brooklyn Blast Furnace with my guest. Introduce yourself, my man. What's up, man? My name is Craig Loigren. Uh, I didn't want me to give my. Whatever you want the, to do. I pretend give my. This isn't even on. All right, I'm going to pretend this thing's not even on. Right, you're a stand-up comedian. Yeah, I'm a. I'm a uh, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. No, but I'm a. I'm a stand-up comic and an actor, and uh, and a paranormal investigator, which is kind of fit apropos of where we're doing this show this evening. Yes. It's so funny you're saying about the echo, and now I hear it. I mean, I, you always hear it, but now we're worried I, about this. I have the volume to the mic a little bit lower because it's such a big empty space. And I'm loud, so I'm going to sit back. I'm loud, too. So I have it to where it might not be as echoey as it would normally be. So I think we're good. And I, I guess we, we should start out by saying at the beginning of the show, anybody who listens to the show, if you hear anything along the lines when you're listening to this that sounds like a whisper or something ghostly or spiritual mark down the minutes and and let us know yeah. so we can go back and listen because i you know we're not going to listen to the show we're going to sit here and do the show i'm not listening to the freaking no, show right I, i'm not gonna listen to whatever probably i'll put it up i'll listen to like five minutes i have add right. i can't listen to myself i that everyone else sits and listens to me for over an hour is amazing right. <laughs> See, in, the, in the beginning i would like the first maybe like few dozen episodes I would listen all the way through right. and I would critique myself and right. cringe at myself and right. stupid shit that I said. But now at this point I don't even care. Now now you just jump? Yeah, now I just jump. And I'm being stared at. <laughs> I I guess because she, she thinks you have bullshit. <laughs> no, you know no, you. I'm a straight shooter. She's like, you listen to yourself all the time. Well, I don't listen all the way through. I'll listen a little uh, bit here and there. Me too. Right. So. Uh, 
All right, so all right, where are we? Let, let's let's tell everybody where we are. Yeah, because I'm real curious of what's happening behind your head. What's happening behind you? All right, where we are right now is the infamous. Hold on, hold that thought. All right. Yeah. Because because your girl is bugging out and yeah, she's she bugging me out. Yeah, but yeah. I understand. Strap in, kid. <laughs> hold Strap on tight, because we're going for a ride. A little bit. But uh, we are at the uh, the world famous uh, Kreischer Mansion on Staten Island. The Kreischer Mansion is listed as one of the top five. Haunted houses in all of New York City, not just Staten Island. It's number one on Staten Island. It's in the top five of all of New York City. And you can look that up. I read that online, so I'm not making it up. Right. Uh, very active home. And in recent, the last year or so, it's gotten really active. And uh, obviously, we're sitting here with, I can say, like your, your girlfriend sitting here, and she's a sensitive, and she is losing her, her shit. shit. Absolutely, but I understand because I was here last night, and I'm, I'm here a lot. I'm here a lot. I'm here a few days a week. We bring in empaths. We bring in sensitives. We bring in uh, clairvoyants. All basically, it's almost like the Protestants and the Methodists and the Catholics. They're all almost the same shit. They all just want their own title, you know? But um, everyone that comes in here reacts similar to her. She's really bugging because it's just us. If there was more people in here, I think maybe things would be a little less. But the less people in here, the more activity we get in this right. house uh but what I, room are we in right this now? is what would be considered the rear parlor room old houses now in today's society this would be the uh family room the front room would be the living room the formal living room this yeah. would be the family room that's the dining room right. but in the olden days this was built in 1885 the forward what we would call the living room is the forward parlor room right. this is the rear parlor room and the name parlor comes from and it's exactly what you think Back in the day, before there was funeral parlors that are now funeral houses, yeah. that's where the name parlor, funeral parlor came from. When people died, they were waked in the forward parlor room of their home. So if you, if in, I didn't know that. yeah, if 1885 you died, 1880 and you didn't have money, you would get put in a, a box in the biggest room in the house, in the parlor room, yeah. and family and friends would come over and do the funeral in your home. And right. then you would get carted off to wherever you were getting buried and, and so much and so forth. Right. So that's where the parlor, forward parlor, rear parlor, all that's, that stuff came from. This house was, they were millionaires. Right. So they have a lot of parlor rooms. Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. Hey. She's, she's dying. And are you okay? Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah, Nikki just died in the yeah. parlor room. Put her in the bathroom. She said, there you go. Put her in the bathroom. The mush. <laughs> put her in the bathroom. We don't want to put you in the bathroom here. We, we don't want to leave you alone in here. We want you to stay with us. Right. And we ask the spirits to please leave her alone. She's super sensitive, and you guys are all on her. She's so... I'm waiting for her head to spin. Like, really? Like, like heavy as fuck. Yo, I'm leaving you guys here. It'll be the first time I didn't lock up on my way out. <laughs> but, uh... How did you get involved, like, with doing this? I mean, I mean right, well, let me just preface that, because I've heard of the Chrysler Mansion. I didn't really know too much about it. I've heard of it, but then you did last last Halloween season. There was a haunt. Right, right. I'm I'm like the, I'm a stand up comic for almost twenty years that has gotten very heavy into haunted yeah, stuff and a, horror stuff. I, and I yeah, it's very weird. I'm like I'm about to go to the Chrysler Mansion, like this crazy haunted, legitimate haunted house, right. to talk and bullshit with a comedian. Right, so right, right. Very night and day. So right, whatever. Where, but you know what? The spirits in here know. Uh, that I'm a comic. And, and from what I was told by uh, other empaths or people that came in here, they actually, like, we've messed around in here and did some comedy-type things in here and, and even poked at the spirits a little bit, and they, yeah. they accepted it. They said it was okay, it was funny, they liked it. Okay. So I'm happy about that because it's something that I'm in the, pro the, I'm in the process of, of uh, 
uh, a whole show that I really can't talk too much about, but it's coming. And brother, when I get it, as soon as it's signed and I know I can talk about it, I'll be on maybe episode 165 right, or something we'll like that. But it's, you know, you have shit we'll yeah. So two. I have a, a really cool uh, paranormal comedy show that I pitched that's being, uh, that's in pre-development right now. So it might actually happen. Yeah. So, uh, and that's I, and if, cool. that's yeah, different. well, you know, it's my two, it's my two favorite things. Yeah. What do you, hold on, what? Speak. Your hand. She wants your hand. She wants you to hold her hand. No. Like this? Oh. What? My little vape? Do you, do you not, does he like forbid you to talk during these? You can talk. I give you permission. You're just really bugging out about the house. Yes, this is being weird. Well, you, but this house does that. So, I mean, you guys live together. So if this happens all the time, that's, you know, you guys enjoy that. But in here, what's happening now happens a lot. So, right. especially to sensitives, people who have any kind of gift, the third eye, whatever you want to call it. Right. And they come in here and they spin, man. Like I said, I had, I had my empath in here, this girl, Dawn. On my team, on my paranormal team, my paranormal team is 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 R R T G R T G paranormal, which is roast the ghost paranormal, is one of those, Heavy. and that's what we kind of do, and that's all I could say. Okay. But um, uh, she's my empath, so she and she's so has the gift. I met her at, with through comedy, and when I started putting this thing together that I wanted to do, this new idea I had, I was looking for people, and she reached out to me wanting to help me, thinking I needed my house cleansed. And she was really cool about it. And I thought she was really cool. I was like, wow, that's so cool. Like you cared. Like you, yeah. you went, she didn't do it publicly. She sent me a private message and she's like, do you need help? I, I, I can help you. Are you okay? You know, which was really cool. So I was like, no, but I kind of need your help. Maybe I'm doing this. And I sent her the pitch and I told her what I was doing. She liked the idea. And then we all got together and like, I fell in love. Like she's awesome. I fell in love with her. Uh, my, my family, my wife, my kids, everybody loves her. We all kind of just gel. And now that we've been going out doing these things, she gets it, what we're doing. She's there to protect us from the spirits, but she's also there to protect the spirits from us in case we do something too stupid. Huh. She's there to let us know that it's a little overboard yeah. and maybe to back off. But we haven't had that yet. We've gone to a hostile. Not even just here. We've done a few locations and some cemeteries, and everybody so far, uh, I guess they feel my energy yeah. and they realize I'm not coming in to really. You know, hurt. I'm not in there to insult or pick on. Right. And I do explain everywhere I go what we're doing and why and how, that it's an honor right. to what we're, you know, what we're doing. We're, we're honoring them. We're not doing it to disrespect. And, right. and so, we come in and we really do want to communicate. I just use comedic stimulation is, right. my, is my, the way I do it. And it works, man. For us, it works. And it's amazing. Yeah. And we're having such a good time with it. And it's, it's uh, hopefully more things will happen. But she was here and she... The the activity when she came in here was I, I have it all oh, on video. Orbs. I'll show it to you, dude. Orbs. I I must have seen thirty orbs. I I never seen so many orbs in one night in here in like two hours. Yeah. Oh, it was like a, a roadway. And she said, "There's portals in this house. There's a few. There's three. I was just gonna ask, like, yes. Like, right, we'll get back. Let's, 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 did you identify any on this floor? It's like what? You'd have to look around, but they're here. There's one on this floor. Yeah. There there's one in the basement. And there's one on the third floor. So, uh, and the third floor one, did you just tap your foot? That was your foot, right? That was me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so, she looked around, but I heard it. No, was so right there, if you guys heard that in, you know, home, that, that, wasn't, that wasn't a spirit. That was Jimmy's foot. So it's like, how many, how many people, like, why are there so many in here? Like, a portal. There's portals. And portals is a, a doorway, not necessarily portals to anything bad or anywhere right. bad. No, I can see, I can and see the main spirit here, whose house this is. Right. Uh, Balthazar right. tries to keep it in check. 
He does. Balthazar Kreischer, the man who built these homes, along with his sons, his adult sons, Charles and Edward, because um, we there are some conflicting reports that the boys um, built these houses, and and because Balthazar passed as they were being built, yeah. but the, what we got was that he was having them built for his boys as summer homes. They lived in Manhattan to have them here more when when uh, you know to, to just be out here, have the yeah. family closer together. Because he had a big, beautiful twenty-seven room house at the top of the hill, about three hundred yards up. Burned. Oh, the, the, I, th- I thought the one that burned was like a small. No, the other. Ha- no, the two out of the three homes burned, Gosh. and like we we poking fun a little bit, teasing him that he he had a bra- uh, he made fire retardant bricks, and two out of three of his houses burned because he made them out of wood. <laughs> right. But um, uh, yeah, you <laughs> know. Point. So, but he had a big, beautiful mansion up on the top, twenty-seven room villa, an Italian style villa, Great. up on the top of the hill, and it overlooked all this. And then this house, it was identical house to this. They were mirrors. They were twins. They called them twin houses. Was right up on the hill, a hundred yards away here, where when you did the haunt is where we start the hayride. Gotcha. The grounds before the house was built, did anybody ever mention anything about Lenape Indians? Oh no, but the Lenape are here. This is this was their stomping ground. Yeah. Uh Lenape or Lenape. I, I say Lenape. I don't know what's right and what's wrong, so I could be wrong, but I grew up out here. The Lenape Indians, I'm from Tottenville. I'm from the town. This is this this town is Charleston. It was originally Andrevetteville. If you go right around the corner, Andrevet Street is right over here. Uh, uh, home of uh, Andrevet Street is was home of the Black Garter Saloon back in the day. A, a really cool, dirty nudie bar for like forty years of closed. But but as a kid growing up, it was like you wanted the goal was to get old enough to go in there, right. to, like yeah, and go game. see like Big Mama, this big fifty year old stripper with like double D's that <laughs> would bury your face in her tits. But, uh, you know, and at like 17, you're like, I'm going, I'm going, you know, that's absolutely, brother. (laughs) But, um, and it was Andrew Vetville. And then they changed it. When he came out here, he built this place for any Staten Island people that listen, clay pit ponds were, they were just woods. (laughs) He dug them out the clay deposits to make all these bricks. And what we now have as clay pit ponds, he, he created, he created this whole town. This town was then changed to Kreischerville in, I think, 1854. And then it was Kreischerville. Until 1917, during World War One, there was a big anti-German movement because of World War One, and yeah. they said the name was too German, German so they sure. changed it to Charlestown, which is Charleston. Now. Right. So that's right. like the quick history of this area. Wow. Um, but it was named after him. He built a huge factory. He built an empire here. The guy, I think it should be named, I think it should remain or be converted back to Kreischerville. Yeah, sure. Because he left his legacy here. He left uh, footprints here. I mean, he left the... the there's a bar. Are you familiar with Staten Island? Very There's right a bar a mile away, not even, a half a mile down the road called Kilmyers. Right. Very... F- Where was that? What was that? I heard that. No, no, no. That's all right. But that was a huge rumbling. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. You got you to gotta close off. Don't be channeling anything else. Hey, Balthazar, we need you to kick out some of these spirits. Yes. I heard that. That was my ankle. No, no. No, I heard something again. My, if I had hair, I'm bald for you guys that aren't watching. My head is so fuzzy right now. My whole body <laughs> is fuzzy. I mean, I have everything standing. Look at that. It's standing up. My nipples are hard. Like, I'm, yeah, it's, and like it's not from the cold. The I'm, uh, yeah, I'm like Big Mama at the, at the, at the thing. But <laughs> is it raining now? I don't know. What is that noise? I think it might, it might have started to rain. But that, I mean, let's hope that was thunder. <laughs> I heard that rumbling too. Right? Um, 
What is it? Rolling thunder, pouring rain. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> let's hope. Um, don't shake your head, no, woman. <laughs> you shouldn't have brought her. No, I'm just kidding. I'm baby. I'm teasing you. I'm teasing. I'm a comic. Remember, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck with you. Okay, we can curse, right? Well, you, yeah. look whose show it is. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> I had to stop for what I was saying. I looked at you as I'm saying it. Like, what am I even no, saying? No, that's a curse. It's all a shit show. Right. So, um. But yeah, this town should be named back. I think it should be converted back to Kreischerville, which is to oh, honor please. the guy. Dude, I, I oh, so the, that's what I'm saying. The bar down the block, Kilmeyer's, right. he built. It's still here. Big German bar that everybody loves. He built it as an inn. Right down the block from that, a Hungarian church that's still there. Mail, post office. There's two or three general stores. There's a dozen houses, all that he built. He cre- we, we just read an article on this place that in the, back in the day, if his employees were at the bar and got too drunk, and did not come into work, he'd get on his horse and buggy personally and go through the town calling out their names to get their asses out, and he would give them a ride to work to get their asses to work. Oh, what a good guy. How cool. Dude, he was like the first Uber. Like, yeah. forget, like, like Uber before it was Uber. He, he was like, you know, like Stuber or something yeah, like that. You know, he was like a, a, a horse and buggy Uber, you know? A Uber. But yeah, but he, he would go and he'd be like, you know, get your ass to work, man. You know, you, you can't handle your liquor? Yeah. Get to work or go, you know, or get out. But, uh, yeah, so he, this was his place and his baby and stuff. So um, I, I, I try to respect it and, and let people know. Like, we're doing this right now. Everybody who's going to listen is going to know. Like, yeah. they want to know. We've been told that they want people to know who they were, what they did. So we are trying to do our best to let everybody know who and yeah. what they were, man. Because he did, he, he's a, a, a part of this town and this area that shouldn't be forgotten. It's really cool history. Like if you, if oh, anybody's yeah. into history and then you're into your local history, like I didn't even know about half this stuff I when I was a shit. kid, you know, and then you learn about all this and I'm like, wow, I wish I lived back then, yeah. except for I have tooth problems. No Novocaine, I couldn't live. <laughs> I can't, I can't, if, if, if anybody ever wants me to travel back in time, we have to stop anywhere right before Novocaine was invented. All right. I can't go any right. further back than that because I can't get work done with liquor or, yeah, you know. No. Does it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't rub it. Yeah, that doesn't work, man. It doesn't work. Like it's standing for a bottle of booze. Right, 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 right. And you tie your own dirty clothes around it. Yeah. You know, put maggots on it to eat out the infection. Yeah. I see in the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um. But yeah, so that's so that's where we are with this. How'd you get involved with? Oh, that's what you asked. So my buddy Rick Rispoli, Rick Risp, Rick Risp Productions. He started. He's been around. He's a little, little older than me. He started uh, concerts in the park 25, 30 years ago okay. on Staten Island. All the He first started them illegally, which was cool. Yeah. And then they, call, they called him into a community board meeting because they knew it was him. And he thought he was getting in big trouble. And there was all politicians, sanitation, like one of the big sanitation guys and everything. Yeah. Uh, Guy Molinari at the time, which was the borough president. Like he got called in. Like he was like, oh, my God. So he got called in. And they said, well... You clean up after yourself. We never had a mess. We never had an incident. We like what you're doing. We want to now, like, like fund you and help you with it. So he right. started. But we need to kick back. You're right, right. Yeah, of course, of course. Are you kidding me? Every, everybody. You know, it's so funny. People act like they don't know. And the kickbacks start on the lowest level of politics to the absolute highest of the high. And, but the lower level guys, like around here, they're the worst, dude. They ask for, yeah, it's tough. It's tough to get anything done without 
you know, needing a few extra bucks, you know? Oh, yeah. But anyway, we're not here about that. That's just life. Yeah, um, exactly. And I want to do more things. So don't listen to this and be like, all right, F you. Now we're going to charge you double, you little... You cocksucker, you son of a bitching motherfucker, you. Hey, Henry. Henry. Really, it's Henry. Henry. I think you're going to fold under questioning. But, um, uh, yeah, so uh, uh, he, he became the care... We started... There were other caretakers here. And he started... He wanted to do a concert, music here. So we came up, we did like three years ago, a concert here. And I came up and I'm, I'm friends with him for years. We did, I did concert security with him for years. He, that's what he does. His main job is a security guy um, for events. So we put this concert together and I came up and I was his host. Right. I hosted the festivities and then we started wanting to do other things around here. And then one thing led to another. The guy who was the caretaker here wasn't doing the right thing. He was doing, that's just heavy wind. Yeah, that's, that's all heavy wind. So relax on that because this house, when the wind goes, which makes me feel better now that uh, hopefully that was rolling thunder before. Right. Yeah. And was, rolling thunder in pouring rain. As I always said, I know it's a callback. It's a callback. But what's, what's weird, well, I don't think it's really weird, but I said it before we started recording this when I went back outside. It's, it's, it's much warner outside than it is in this house. This house is always 10 or 15 degrees colder yeah. than anything. Always, yeah. always, it's always, like always. And every time we come in here, Rick's like, let's open all the doors to try to make it warmer. warmer. Yeah, in the winter, yeah. we're trying to make it warmer by the... But um, so he started the concerts here, to get back to that. And yeah. I hosted and we, and we loved it. And we had ideas for this place. The guy who was here wasn't really doing the right thing. So the owner liked Rick and said, hey, do you want the job? Because the other guy's, you know, screwing things up, not doing anything, abusing the house, abusing the property yeah. uh, to a degree. Not abusing yeah, it, but not, not really taking not care of it the way. Right? Yeah, I don't want to say he was abusing it. He's a nice guy. He wasn't abusing it. He just wasn't doing what the house needed, ah, you know. So, sure. um, so they kind of kicked him out. And then they asked Rick to come in. But Rick, we don't live here. We just come and take care of things. And Rick's more of a... A pointer, you know, do this, do that, do yeah, this, you know. So, yeah. so he got me and a couple other guys, and we started helping him do things up here. And then we did more concerts. We do like three a year. Look for it. We actually have a new thing. We're going to be doing a whole bunch of stuff up here. Who owns this place? Uh, a guy named Isaac. Really yeah. cool, really cool Jewish guy, uh, older guy, owns it for years, wants to make it an adult community. Not here. He can't do it. The house is landmark. So it this has house to, is the house is landmark. So it can only so be, it, can't be fucking it can only be restored. Now he, now, he did restore this 20 years ago. He, wow. he dumped like 1.3 mil into this in like 2001, and the house was gorgeous. That's why like you still see it, but then nothing was done after that, so it's all getting dilapidated again. Right. So we've been coming in. We've done things. We had one of the guys fix all the holes in this. You don't even see it anymore. He did a really good job. The guy I was talking about before, Johnny Potenza, he's, right. uh, he's got a Staten Island cable show. Uh, now it's uh, late night with Johnny, up late with Johnny Potenza. Okay. He used to have, for many years, the late night with Johnny P show. He did away with that. And he, he went reformatted. What's going on? Oh, that's the word you heard? What does that mean? That's it. Really? And then you had to type it in? Yeah. All right. That's words that she got. And, it's, and is that German? Yeah. I, I yeah. Know. Absolutely. No, they're German. Don't, Sometimes they say, don't play before the last one. Mean? I'm not sure. I'm trying to figure out. Can you talk to her again and give her another uh, message? So I don't want to. I don't want to disrespect them. Don't play before the last one. I'm trying to determine what that would mean. Well, if you get another, if you get any more German, type that shit in and let us know. Please talk to her. Let her know. She'll figure. That was me. That little click was the table just now. Okay. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, no. If you get, uh, if, if you get 
for all you guys that know, I, I get you know uh, um, Jimmy's girlfriend. She had Nikki, and 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 she's sensitive, and she's getting she's heavy. Been, she's been brought up on the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. About, about a few things. Yeah. Okay, so you guys are aware of who she is. Uh, this house is very active for skeptics out there. Hey, you don't have to believe you. I, I, I don't speak. You don't look like you don't look like the kind of gal that speaks German. No. Bafango, I see coming out of your mouth. Not, not like a Wiener Schnitzel. Not you know. You know. No, it's a lot of bafango. Yeah, 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 yeah. When her inner Dominic comes out. Right, right. There you go. Right. So, um, well, you had to type it in and translate. That was pretty cool. Um, so Isaac owns it, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. We keep getting off track. But you Brooklyn, know what? That's what happens here on the Brooklyn Blast Furnace. Yeah, yeah. Well, usually we get off track for... I will take you off track in many different directions. Oh, I think the same thing. Tonight, other things are taking us off track. The right. otherworldly or, in, or other dimensional things are taking us off track. Yeah. But um, but that's why I wanted you to come here to do this. I want, yeah. I thought that this would be the perfect place, the perfect opportunity for you guys to come and check it out. Yeah. Us to do this. I'm, very, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you... Suggested that we can come here, or it said that we can. Very close. Yeah, and I actually have to say it's raining. I never heard that before. The rain is dripping back down through the fireplace. Yeah, and I, I never actually heard that before. What do you yeah. call it? A flu? It's like a, the flu. The, well, this no. These are old school fireplaces. Yeah, I mean the flu is the flu pipe that goes up. Right. But these are old big brick. Yeah. I'm sure they're flu. They're sleeved. Uh, in recent years, you had to sleeve this stuff. But back in the day, it was just. Brick and yeah. and clay and mortar and stuff, but yeah, that's it's I it's funny I I never because I heard it and I knew it was a drip and I'm like wow there's a drip coming down there, but anyway so we, we we'll get back we'll get we'll get through this story I I promise you we'll get through this um but yeah so we started doing the concerts and then we started doing other things that he took over up here and we started fixing things and then we were talking two years ago that we wanted to do a haunted attraction here okay. and then we never got to do it last minute they threw something together I wasn't a part of it. And they did a quick one weekend up here and had a couple hundred p- people come through. But they, for throwing it together, they did a good job. It was fun. Right. But then we were like, we really want to do this. So this year, after our three concerts, we uh, we built, you came through, we built elaborate sets. We built walls in the house. Nothing that we attached to the walls. They all had to be freestanding. That's why we have a whole bunch of spring bars yes. and stuff holding uh, uh, the walls and stuff together so we didn't actually put screws or bolts into anything. We didn't want to damage the house anymore. There's a mad cold breeze coming Absolutely. Out. Absolutely. And I feel it too. That I just started feeling. Yeah. The door didn't open right now. It's for me. No. Who's there? It's for me. How you doing? All right. It, it's been like that since we walked into this room. They like me? No, they don't. They don't? Oh, really? Uh. <laughs> Well, there's some heavy wind happening out there. And that's why the windows and stuff. So we're all night, we're going to be jumping and stopping every... Because when you hear noise in this house, a lot of times it's from other... And like she's saying that, I just hit that. Like she's saying, they, they're not like... I apologize for bringing him in here if you don't like him. I, I they, you, they can't all be... They can't all be winners. I'm sorry, I tried. He is a nice guy. I'm letting you know he's a nice guy. Thank you. And uh, I know you're Italian, but are you German too? Don't don't say it like that. She's like, yeah. No, I, don't know. I gotta do a twenty-three of me nonsense and find. Yeah, you're gonna find out you're fifteen percent African American. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, nice. <laughs> Coronavirus. Yeah, every Friday night I put about twelve of them away. Right. 
my coronavirus. My coronavirus. Right. My coronavirus tastes better with lime. Of course it Or is it lemon? Uh, yeah, either or, right? But um, but yeah, so we started doing this, and then we wanted to do the haunt. So we put a really cool haunted attraction together. It was very cool. And uh, um, if you guys want to come and check this out, it's Chrysler Mansion. We're, we're putting a website together, a new website. It's either Chrysler Mansion or Mansions with an S. I think we got both names. dot com, and there'll be events. We're going to be doing. Look, see this tours. We're going to start doing uh, tours of the house. Um, going to start letting small groups in to do controlled paranormal investigations. Uh, where we don't allow Ouija boards into this house. We don't allow tarot cards into this house. Nothing that'll open up anything more while you have that stuff. Yeah. Oh, you am that stuff? Yeah, well, well, we... I, let, am, I am that stuff. Yeah. Well, we, we don't let the actual... I'm against the board, even a Milton Bradley board. It's a key. It, uh, to my... The way I look at it, it, it opens doors. Most people open them, don't know how to close them. So they open them and then they stay open and things come through just like the three portals that we know are in this house or people have told us are in this house. They were opened from something, somehow, some way, and and, uh, no one has ever closed any of them. So that's why we have a highway of spirits coming through here. But again, Balthazar, pretty tough customer and he tries to keep them all in check. So thank God for him. Uh, I wonder what what if like... uh... Because I know you're into horror and stuff, and I know that you're completely different, but I'm just going off the top of my head. At Camp Noby Bosco in Blairstown, New Jersey, where it's an active Boy Scout camp. Right. Where the original Friday the 13th. Right, the, the original Crystal Lake, yeah. Right. They will, on occasion, set up tours, and they can activate it. Oh, yeah, dude, cool. Halloween. If you go up there for the month of October, man. Yeah, we've been there. Yeah, times. they do some cool stuff up there. But what they do is sometimes, like, I, I think it's a bucket list thing, even though it's crazy. It's a little bit of a ripoff, but just the experience is cool. Right. That you can actually spend, like, overnight in the cabins. Right. In, like, the actual ones. That, you know, oh, that they did from the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the legit still that, in the log cabins. That's cool. What, would, what about something like that here? Well, we are going to start doing overnights. Uh, yeah. Small ten to twelve people groups. Yeah. Uh, with we need running water, bro. We uh, well, we have running. We have it all for the winter. Okay. We winterized the house because the sure. heat wasn't working. We got the heat working, and these were built as summer homes, right. so they're not insulated that well. That's why there's seven fireplaces in the house. Oh, is there seven? There's seven. Yeah, there's four on this floor and three on the second floor. Oh, shit. So well, there's three and three, and then the and then the what in the kitchen? That's the, the fireplace in the kitchen was the old. Yeah. Originally, the that's where they cooked, man. The old pot and all that stuff. And yeah. so, uh, uh, yeah, there's seven fireplaces in this house, and there's no real insulation. So yeah. to heat this, we like I said, we just got the heat done. Movies, come, you know, uh, Boardwalk Empire used to film here. I know. Gotham, I Gotham was filmed here. Uh, in fact, the walls that we used for the Exorcist, you know, out on the hayride, yes. we had the haunted attraction here. Um, one of those scenes was the Exorcist. Those walls that we have out in, outside that we built that room out there, yeah. Gotham built those walls for in the house oh, really? to change some of the uh, interior of the house in here. Yeah. And they leave it. They leave everything. Yeah. So we just we have these walls. What are you going to do with them? We brought them out into the woods. We we put them up as like sets. It's, it's still out there. That's up. That one we left up. That's we'll awesome. do. We're going to make it something different this year. But but this last year it was the Exorcist bedroom, right. and my actresses were girls that. Walk uh, handbends, yes. uh, uh, not handbends. What are they called? Backbends. Back, back, back yeah, they ca- and they, she came out of the bed on her hands and upside down and backwards, yeah. screaming, and then she'd get up and chase the the yeah. hayride. Well, yeah, it was great, man. You guys came through. You know, yeah. it was it was awesome. awesome. 
And you guys came through, I think, the first night. The first night. And, it, dude, it was, that was the worst night. I wish you guys... I, you were like, oh, this was bad. And, like, the next day, you hit me up on Facebook. The, to back. come back, yeah. because it was like, it was so much better. I was like, oh, I'm happy for you. Because we had last... Yeah, because we had last-minute things. We had lights that we didn't have hung yet. We still had them in the ground outside. Yeah. We put them up. We had to get the big ladders. We had them 14 feet in the air to yeah. light up the scenes and stuff. Because yeah. some points are corny, but this one was... And it was, even on the first night, it was good, but yeah, it, it got so, as soon as we got some of the lights in the trees to really get the effects we were looking for, yeah. it made the world a difference. And right. we just, we needed one more day. Gotcha. We opened on that Thursday. We really needed one more day to just finish up yeah. some of the stuff. And, and once we had it up and running, man, we had like 6,000 people come. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Just under. That's great. I, I never got the... None of us oh, ever got the... Fu- yeah, I was going to say, I just seen heavy lightning. Yeah. Oh, I hope we don't lose power. Where's my phone? Yeah. Wow, this is like the worst thing. You know what? That's probably why the. You know what? I'm going to say that's probably why the activity is so overbearing because the water, water makes it energy. Uh, and it's this weather is hard. I know. She's going to go outside with a hood. She's going to try to catch rainwater with a hood and put it somewhere. She's going to mix shit. Take a lemon, put nails in it, put on a windowsill. Oh, what? To like stop things from coming home or whatever? There's a lot that happens. Right. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not normally on edge in this house. I'm in this house by myself all the time. Right. And I'm on edge tonight in this really? house. Yeah. That, for whatever reason, maybe it is because they don't, they weren't a big fan of you, and I brought you in here. And I, I'm sorry. I'm not even saying it in a bad way. No, I, 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 I don't get offended enough. I kept trying to bail on when I was walking you around the house, talking about the house. Yeah. I almost didn't want to bring it to the third floor because I just, I felt like they didn't want me up there. All right, that and, was me. And that's why I, I'm not bringing you to the basement. Nothing personal? I want to go down. Nah, I, I don't think they want us to go down. I want to go, what's going to happen? I'm taking that message of look, this last play, stop, do, let, do, don't do go you know to the basement. what's going to happen when I go home? What? I'm going to get doused in sage. I'm going to smell like 70s terrible pot. Nice. So, I was 70s terrible porn. Yeah, um, that too. Why, did you, did you bring sage with you? No. I'm no, I, I would say I don't like, I don't let any of that stuff come in. Because right. they live here. Yeah. Like, I don't want, if I can oh, help no, it. No, yeah. no, no, not for you guys. I'm just saying in general. Yeah. Like, I don't want people to come in and start saging. This is their house, not your, yeah. not your, not saying to you guys, I'm saying in general. Actually, that's what they, they, it only will clear out. Bad stuff. Negative energy. Right, it's, it's, it's always positive light, yeah. positive energy, Absolutely. only love and light, love and light, baby. Yeah. That's all and I believe actually, in is love and light. It might actually benefit them. Love and light. But you don't know, leave them alone. No, it's not, well enough alone. I don't like to vape. Why not? Oh yeah, no smoking in I guess in the house, it's not right? Smoke. Yeah, it's well if they don't like it, don't do it. All right, I won't do it. Because you guys, no, no, no. But if if they're telling you stuff, I want you to tell us. Okay. Now, young man, you have to put that vape down. Put that I'm vaporizing device down. I'm a child. And light the real stuff, you pansy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's almost like sage. Yeah. But uh, like bad right, weird. I know. I have it at home. I have look. I have my. I have. I have this on. I have my tortellinis. Yeah, and 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 then uh, and my own guts in my pocket. I got. I I carry stuff. I have my rocks and my. Right. I I'm no listen. My rocks are my bag outside. Of course. Uh, see. Uh huh. I I'm uh, I'm here. So get back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm armed. Nice. No, but uh, but this is really not for the. I like I said. I come here a lot. This is for anything negative that right. tries to because not that there's anything really here negative right. but i don't know if you know you never know what's happening right. so 
Especially when the activity is so heavy, like as it is. And yeah, I, I can't believe how active I, I'm. I have not been comfortable in this house tonight. Why am I? I'm just not sensitive then, I guess. And that's why they're probably pissed at you. Well, it's not my fault. Tell them why. Yeah, you, you're in the denial. You're wired to be den- in denial. No, it's like, it's almost like... Okay. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I, 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 felt, I felt a cold breeze. I don't feel it as much now, but he's, I felt like there was a window open for a second. Right. I don't feel it anymore. So he's Italian, like, oh, so he's not going to... He denies everything. Yay. I got the nice roasted pepper hanging from my... There you go. I had the old Italian joke. Why didn't the Italian let the Jehovah Witness in? <laughs> he doesn't let any witnesses in. Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. I think I fucked it up, but who yeah, cares? It's, all right. it's well, not my joke. It's an old joke. Well, wait, wait. What, 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 you know? That's all, folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, what made you pick up, a, like, a microphone? Like, start, you know, telling uh, jokes. Dude, comedy is my Even passion. Even that's, like, the most hackiest question ever. No, 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 dude. It's a cool question because it's, you want to know. I wanted to be a comic since I was eight years old. I wrote my first, there's five guys who made me, six guys really, who made me, molded me into being a comic. Okay. But my first and foremost, and I, I'll give you the order of the way they were, Absolutely. of the age they were introduced to me, but each one is equal, has an equal part of I my heart. One main one, but the my, my first one is Robin Williams, eight okay. years old, mock for mock. I seen, yeah. when I seen him on, on, Happy Days. I oh. fell in love. I thought he was great. And Mark from Mark came out. Then everything else, I could, and I was just in love. Robin Williams was the man. Uh, after him, my second one is early Howie Mandel. Okay. Like Howie Mandel when he used to come out and, and like the big handbag, it was a hand and stuff. And, shit. and he would just do crazy. He was insane. He was yeah. high energy. He was just, you know, like me. I'm very high energy, very oh, ADD. Yeah, cool. uh, yeah, I'm a lot. I, I toned down so people can actually understand what I'm saying. <laughs> but um, that was my second. Then my third uh, is Eddie Murphy oh, Delirious when Delirious, Delirious came out is still one of the uh, ever. I, I, I went around I was 13 years old and I came out 14, 13 I was, yeah, it was 82 eight, yeah 82, 83 it came out that summer yeah. uh, I think it was actually 83 I remember watching that shit on Betamax oh yeah dude the Betamax uh, uh, before the VHS was the Betamax absolutely I, it, um, I taped that with the old remember the old tape recorders the black ones with the red button the absolutely. Mon- I taped that whole thing I sat it in front of my TV and I used to go to bed listening to it every night. And you have to take the red button and the one next to it and, put and it push it down together time. at the same time. And if you didn't, you were only playing. You weren't right. recording. So Your kids don't know how good you got. It. No kidding, right? They they complain that they their phone is taking too long to yeah. load. When it goes up to space, hits a satellite, then comes back into your phone. And right. You go, oh, I got no. Service. That took three seconds. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 So bad. Right. We, we played two-dimensional video games. You know? oh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I used to be a master at asteroids. Now yeah. I just have them. Hit right, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that, dude, that was one of my favorite games. Oh, my God. And it's there's, there's one of the few games they didn't end. That's, no end. That's why uh, they didn't use it in, uh, in uh, Ready Player One. Hey, they mention it, but they, they don't. It's not Pitfall. Oh, oh, my God. You want to? That's amazing, that movie. Yeah. But man, thunder is heavy. All right, so we have Eddie. So, Murphy. so Eddie Murphy's number three. Then number four, Sam Kinison, okay. my okay. like the god of you know, because I'm a yeller and I run around. Yeah. And uh, the fifth, uh, a little less, a lot of people don't know, and uh, Bob Nelson, Nelson Smelson. Um, Bob Nelson had like four or five specials. Okay. He used to be the Rod. Remember the Rodney Dangerfield specials? 
Well, he was the guy. Jiffy, uh, he did the first time he the did boxing guy. Yeah, Jiffy Jeff's gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. and the college all star team when he put the red hood, I the sweatshirt on with the balloons. Yeah. And now let's meet the players of the college all star team. You yeah. know, and he came out Billy Bob Brubrick, yeah. University of Texas, right guard. You know, he well, sniffed his arm. So yeah. funny that you brought that up because the first I'm going to say. 50 episodes, I think, of this, we had like a whole, I had a different intro, and it was a friend of mine's band with a riff, and then we took snippets from movies or something like that, basically saying like each of our names, it was Jimmy, John, and Jeff. Oh, Jeff, so Jeff, was, Jeff, what, yes, what, what, what? Exactly, yeah. it was I'm me, sorry. It was me from, uh, it was uh, Ray Liotta from, ah, Jimmy! Jimmy! Right, right, right. That. And then there was, we'll do it for Johnny, fucking outside. Uh, right, right, right. And then we couldn't find somebody with Jeff, and then we mm. used that mm. for Jeff. That was a very good Matt Dillon that impression that, that you just did that, too. We'll do it for Johnny, right? Wasn't that yeah, Matt Dillon said that? that yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Dallas Winston. Yeah, that's right. right. Matt Matt Dillon, a.k.a. Dallas Winston. Yeah, yeah. That, that, when the Brat Pack was born. Of course. Well, how about, here's uh, a little side note real quick. Danny Boy from House of Pain, you know, jump around House of Pain. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Danny Boy bought the Outsiders house in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and then turned it into a museum. Really? Yeah. I'm a big, really? That's awesome. Go to the Outsiders house museum on Facebook and all that stuff. Great guy. I'm going to have to check it out. Wow, man, the wind is brutal. I've never been in here with this kind of wind in here. It's me. It might be, but these windows are, it's almost like people are pounded on them. But it's the wind. I mean, we know it's the wind. Uh, but when you're in a creepy house, everything becomes something different, you know? Right. And it's not a creepy house. I'm sorry. I apologize. It's not a creepy house. No, I, I love this house. I think there's a lot of awesome things, like like the walls. The Art Deco. That, the walls, it's like linoleum. It's, it's called Lincrusta. It's yeah, so it's, it's it's linoleum and leather. Yeah, yeah it's, it's beautiful. Awesome. Look it up. Yeah, look um, Google that. Yeah, Google, Google. But uh, yeah, so, Those are your five. so yeah, and then the sixth one that I put in as an honorary member is Howard Stern. And that's okay. because I was a diehard. I, I, I used to agree with 98% of what Howard said and did. I would do everything he fucking said. Right. Now I agree with about 6% of what he says. <laughs> like right. he, he got, you know, he went a different direction than my world is, but, right. uh, but I still love him. He's one of the greatest interviewers ever. He, he made me laugh. He, uh, no one has ever made me pull over. I don't know. I've probably pulled over four or 500 times over the last 30 years because I was laughing so hard I couldn't yep. fucking see. Yep. And I was crying. Yeah. And I had to pull over and just laugh and just yeah. enjoy it. And, yeah. You know, well, uh, it happened so many times. So how is... Are you going to be an Anthony hater or not? Um, it's funny because I'm friends with Anthony Cumia now. Um, uh, I do a lot of... I... I love Anthony Cooley. I, I'm, I, well, I do shows. I actually just pitched the show to them. It's a compound media. Compound media. Uh, I, I'm, uh, I go up there. I do some of the shows. I do... Uh, uh, I'm gonna get in trouble for what is it? Uh, let's get loud. Uh, uh, which is the guy Lonnie's show? I, I do. I'm I'm the Staten Island fairy on Pat Dixon's uh, show, okay. uh, the New York City Crime Report. I dress up okay. in a tutu and a tiara and stuff. Yeah. But I'm not like the, the New York City. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not like. Oh yeah, in hot water. Gino Bisconti and yeah. uh, Aaron Berg. Funny, funny comics. Uh, Eastside Dave. There's there's so many yeah. uh, so many cool shows up there. Does he still do it out of his house? No, he has a beautiful studio up in, the in Manhattan. Yeah. yeah, but he did. He yes, he did do it in, out of his house for a couple of years. With green screen and everything. Well, now set up there. yes, and it was nice. But yeah. now the studio has all that, and the studio is the it's the shit, bro. It's I'm awesome. Sure. And I, I I'm waiting to hear back. I pitched a show, a variation of the show I was talking about before, uh, that I'm hoping we get. Um, uh, like I said, I'm just waiting here. I just I was just up there last week. With them, but I'm on there. I'm up there a lot. 
I want to talk to you, Anthony Cormier. He would abuse me the whole time, though. All right. Yeah, you know, no. He would knock me all day long. So you, next time I go up, if you're not at work, come up. You come up as my guest. Will you come up and hang out? I would love to talk so, to you for a minute. Well, I do some of the other shows, and then he comes in. I see him every time because he, his show is at 4 o'clock. That dude had tears coming out. Oh, uh, yeah, and he's, he still is that funny. I See, oh, I, was, I was anti-Opie and Anthony. Yes, okay. I have to admit. Of course, I was a Howard Stern guy, so I didn't listen to anybody. Before, right? Yeah. So um, the only one person I went against Howard that I was a fan of was Adam Sandler, because I'm a diehard Adam Sandler okay. fan, too. And he used to abuse Adam Sandler for years. Of course. And I was he like, no. everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, you cannot abuse Adam Sandler. <laughs> you know, like, so I, because I loved him. I, I have all his CDs. I still play him in my oh, car. Yeah. I still have a CD player in my car. Yeah, oh, my God. Oh, a dollar twenty-five. <laughs> yeah. You know. Welcome to Worcester. Oh, uh, yeah. Welcome to Worcester. Right. Yeah. I'm coming out of the booth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my like, God. Oh, yeah. You're an Air Force guy? I'm Navy. So cool, man. Thank you for your service, brother. Yeah, thank you for your service. Right. Yeah, and she teaches, and she okay, teaches boot camp. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So look, we're all kindred spirits. And I didn't use that right. I was gonna say that wasn't a pun there, um, but it does sound appropriate. Wow, the, the storm is settling down. Yeah. They get caught. I hope. There, there you go. Finally. It's only a storm. Just over the house. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, we go outside. It's like uh, groovy ghoulies or something like the cartoon. Remember that yeah, stuff? We open it up, and it's like it was in a box. Yeah, yeah. There's a cloud right over us. Right. So how old are you? Like, I was I was eight. In fact, if you watch my my, my I have my special on Amazon Prime. So, married and miserable. That's right, man. So if you go check out Married and Miserable, the intro, the first minute of the special yep. is a sketch, okay. and and it's a sketch of the eight year old me telling the class what he wants to be when he grows up, that he awesome. wants to be a stand up comic, nice. and uh, you'll you'll see the little kid. Yeah, it looks like me, yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so, and it's cool. And then, and then it flashes to me, and it's an hour stand-up. And then I actually did a couple of, I did two really cool little quick 30-second and one-minute outros, too. Because okay. I like sketch as well. I'm a comic, yeah. and it's an hour of stand-up. But then I did those sketches. And then I'm so stupid, after all the credits roll, there's a 10-second post. After the last credit, there's 10 seconds of a post, uh, 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 like a Marvel, my, my homage to the Marvel universe of, okay. of, of, like, you know how they always put something at the very end, like a, a teaser? Yeah. I put in, like, a little stupid thing at the very end of the, all the credits, too. So, uh, But it, it came out really good. It's on Amazon Prime. It's free to all subscribers. If you're an Amazon subscriber, yeah. just type in, you heard that? Just Did you hear that? Like you didn't hear that? Furniture just moved upstairs. No, she put her phone down. No, after the phone. No, I heard up over there. I heard. All right, you guys marked that. I don't know how many minutes in we are. but if, That was about 45 minutes and like 20 seconds. All right, and if you guys listen back, I heard like a, and it sounded like furniture moving. But we hear that a lot in this house, furniture okay. moving. But I just heard it, and it just sounded like, sounded like it was over there. It's always like over there. Like it's up second floor. And, it's over there now. And over there, over right. there. Um, but yeah, so... So uh, this, I have the special, which I was saying, it's free to all subscribers. If you're not an Amazon scr- subscriber, it's two ninety nine. you cheap fucks. Go yeah, fucking yeah. spend a lousy. And, and if you do have Amazon, I make six cents. I make six cents for the hour. You have to watch the whole hour. So if you don't like it, leave it on. Leave it on for the dog. Right. Like, I don't care. Leave it on. Go do the dishes. Make a sandwich. Just fucking leave it play. Give me my six lousy cents. Yeah. So, Amazon has a weird, like, algorithm over there. It's like you get paid six cents if you watch the entire thing, but if you listen for, like, 15 minutes, you get, like, two cents. Well, if, if four people watch it for 15 minutes, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know, yeah, so... But I'd rather have four people give me the, the you know, I'd rather get 
you know, the 24 cents than the six cents. So watch it, watch it, leave it on. But if your dog shits the floor, if you leave it on for him and he shits the floor, I'm not coming to your house to clean it up. It's right. not, it's not part, <laughs> so it's not part of the deal. Your dog has issues. Yeah. Issues. Well, that didn't even come out right. Your dog has issues. Listen, before issues. I speak either. And, uh, well, it, it's, you passed it on. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. No problem. But, um, yeah, I've always been into comedy myself ever since I was a little kid. Like the first person, I, I, I probably said this before on the podcast, who the hell knows at this point. But the first one that I remember seeing, I was probably, came out in 1982. So depending on what month or whatever, I was like seven. And it was Colin at Carnegie. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You know what? And I, it was on Betamax. It was on. I saw him live two nights in a row. Really? At the Westbury Music Fair. In two, it was the You Are All Disease Tour, 2001 or 2002. Really? It was amazing. It's funny because I am not. Uh, not that I'm not a Colin fan. I was surprised that you didn't say Colin. Yeah, I, I, he was not in my repertoire, still is not in my repertoire, really? really, believe it or not, for whatever reason. But I have watched three. I mean, he's got 28. Uh, he's got 28 uh, yeah, he has, specials. He has the, mo- he has the most he, HBO specials by uh, no no one no one will ever come close. No. Um, I always say it all the time. The guy 50, had over 50 years of comedy. I I had and it's not even that because I know guys that are doing it 50 years. Right. He was the he is was and will always be the the most prolific writer in the comedy world of stand up, and he has like. 28 epi- uh, uh, specials in total, like uh, 29 yeah. uh, with all his specials, and each one being over an hour. So yeah. he has like 40 hours oh, of, material, of material. Of material. Really of, yes, very smart material. Yeah, nothing like right. silly or campy or stupid. Early, uh, early, early. Yeah, but of the time, the like time, the hippy-dippy right. weatherman, still cutting edge right. of the day. For that time. So I don't really listen to it too much, but I respect him. Yeah. And, I, and I'll be, I'll, when people ask me, I, I say all the time, George Collin is the most prolific Writer, the only one that's close to him is Chris Rock, right? Uh, you know, and, Yo, and bring the pain is one of the most oh, yeah. brilliant specials. And, ever. and now you got guys like you got Sebastian Maniscalco out there Love working that. on his fifth or sixth special, but he Love has a lot of now Rock does too, but he has writers right. now. His first, if you notice, Sebastian's first three or four specials were incredible. Now they're starting to get a little weaker, a little lighter because they're not as much him. Right. See, what makes what I love about what I do is it's me. And what early, what Sebastian was doing, I hope I reach the point where I have so many specials and so much shit going on. Yeah. I need three people to help me Hell write because yeah. I can't right. think of anything anymore. Yeah. Um, I hope I reach that level. I can have that. And I don't even know it. Like, I don't, uh, you know, you know, I don't watch comedy. I haven't watched comedy in 10, I, a little bit, a little bit. It takes, it takes. I, you know, because I'm a comic now, 20, I'm going on 20 years, 19 and a half years I'm doing stand up. I'm always afraid of hearing someone. Now everything's written very personal. When I what I talk right. about That's is my saying. life experiences, yeah. what I have lived. But I'm not the only one that has lived them. Right. And you so, embellish it, and make. Fun. Yeah, but you know, the more I, I embellish a little bit, but not. I don't have to embellish. If right. you figure out the right way to present the uh, joke, yeah, you don't right. have to embellish at all. Right. I mean, a little bit. Yeah, there's always some, but and my father's always like, "Oh, it's only sixty or sixty-five percent." I'm like, "Why?" Because I'm talking about you, old man. Like right. you know, exactly. wah, yeah. you know. So, but uh, yeah, it's, get, get, get over it. You know, you know, you're fucking seventy-eight years old. You're not gonna be around much longer. Shut the fuck up. But um, uh, it's funny. Like my old man, like I'm bald. My old man tells me he's 78, man. He's all, and he's starting to thin because he's on, he takes like 35 pills a day. Right. Unfortunately, he's actually been sick lately, which sucks watching him fall apart. But like four or five years ago, he's, look, he's like, look, boy. And he puts his head down. He's like rubbing the top of his head. He's like, I'm starting to thin. 
I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> at the time, he was like 74. I'm like, you're 74 years old. And now you're starting. I, to yeah, I went bald at 22 years old. Do you realize? Sucks. Like, my whole <laughs> life, I, I was one year legal to drink, and I was a fucking... I didn't need ID because I looked 30, you fucking <laughs> cocksucker. Like, what? Like, who are you impressing at 74 years old? Right. The Meals on Wheels lady when she's fucking delivering your fucking sandwich? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like, give me a break. Like, I'm just... Whatever, but I, I love the old man. But he's getting meals on wheels. Lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell I either throw the meals on wheels lady at him all the time, or the hospice nurse. Nice. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, well, the hospice nurse coming to take your blood. You yeah, fuck. But no, nah, <laughs> he's a good old dude. I love my father. He's a good man. But um, but yeah, I don't even know. I lost track. Oh, we're well, talking Sebastian about Colin Sebastian. Sebastian. No, but Sebastian's. I'm not. I'm not knocking him. Uh, I'm. I'm. Pr- I'm proud of him. He's, he's very tough. family friendly, though. He's you know. And I'm tough. not. Right. I'm not. Right. I'm well, really. There's, not, I'm. There's I'm uh, Bill Burr is amazing. Fucking Bill Burr is amazing. Bill Burr is very, very funny. Very, oh, very witty. I, I only met him one time in the uh, city, briefly, and I was in the, I was in a crowd of like a half a dozen people. I was just, just cool to stand there with him and listen to everybody talk. And I was like, ah, and I'm like, this the, is a naturally funny. Dude, and I'm the man. biggest talker out there. But when I'm with, it was like, it was him, David Tell. It was like outside oh, the comedy shit. cellar, you know? And I'm like, and just like all these powerhouses. And I'm standing at Audie Lang. And I was there actually talking to Audie because I'm friends with Audie. Right. And I know Dave. He's still doing good. He's doing great, man. Yeah. I, I can't wait to see him like reach a plateau. Like, you know, uh, he's doing it because I know Audie, I know Audie about 15 years. And I've I've watched him. I'm not like besties or nothing with him, but I've yeah. I've perform- I've opened for him a dozen times. I was on his. I used to when he had his TV show. I was on that a few times. When he had his podcast, I was on that out of his house and everything like twenty times. You know, yeah. uh, Mike Buschetti, who's his guy, yeah. is one of my dear dear old friends. Oh, and really? yeah, and I uh, so I used to, I did a lot with Buschetti over the years. I love Mikey, yeah. and Mikey is his announcer. It's his it's his sidekick. You know. Yeah. On the new show that he has, his new podcast, Audi, um, Mikey's on it. Yeah. Mikey was the announcer on the uh, direct TV show that he had. And I used to hang out up there. I, that's why I was on a few episodes. But I met, dude, I met Cheech and Chong there one night, like just hanging out on the, on the couch. Yeah. And uh, they were cool, dude. And a lot smaller than I thought. I thought Tommy Chong was like six foot two. He's like, hey. he's like my height. I was like, Where do, where's the rest of you? Like, you know, I was expecting you to be this big guy, you know? Yeah. Although he's like seventy five, he might have shrunk. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm fifty and I'm shrinking. I do a whole bit about that too. I'm, I'm digressing at a rapid rate. Nice, you know. By the time I'm eighty, I'm gonna be like fucking three foot six. I, yeah. I'm gonna be green with big ears, walking with a cane, talking backwards. You know, like mm, a comic I used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's what I want to fucking turn into. <laughs> when nine hundred years old, you will reach. Look as good you will not, huh? You know, so. Stupid shit, but yeah, but yeah, uh, you know, Burr's brilliant, man. Like his latest one, Paper Tiger, I thought was fucking. You see, I know I didn't watch it, but I watched. Watch. I watched some of his. He, he, for an hour and a half. he does uh, every once in a while. He does a thing from the couch. Every okay. week he does uh, that. He does like a live. Doesn't he do like a? Uh, he, does, he does. He does two podcasts. A pod, yeah, podcast from the couch or something. Is it like live from the couch where he sits on the couch from a? He just sits at his house. Yeah, nobody. He's on the road. It's just, no, I, it's just called the Monday morning podcast, I, and then the Thursday afternoon just before Friday Monday morning podcast. All right, but I, I seen I seen a couple things like on video where he's like on a on stage like on a couch just there might be fucking um, rambling and his rambles. I, I don't know what it was. So if anybody's out there, whatever time he was on the couch, I watched this thing. I was fucking flawed. Yeah. I, 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 
at his genius. Yeah. And, the, and the cool thing is, like, I would love to sit because I could sit there and go, like, toe-to-toe with him and, yeah. and be that stupid. as like a funny – when I say stupid, yeah. I mean it in a, in a yeah. positive way. Of course. Uh, I, I could chill. Me and my friends, when we get together as comic, my comic friends, and we do things. We we just go, man. It's like we the have infamous a, back table at the, at the, uh, the comedy store that I always hear. About. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, which I've – I can't wait. I've never, I've never done California. Yeah, Vegas is as far as I've gone. Mitzi Short. I don't know. Who, I don't know who gives yeah. people the green light anymore. But Mitzi Short passed. Well, Paulie, Paulie Short. Paulie Short runs it. Paulie Short runs it. What was that? That that was a heavy bang from. Hold on. Well, I, I don't know if it was a no, window because it, was, it, wasn't from that it was that way. Behind yeah, it was behind us. I heard that too. Yeah. So, uh, well, you know, you know, it's so funny. You know, it's so funny. I, I always, I told you I could go for hours. We could just talk, talk, talk. I never wanted the podcast over so bad in my fucking life. I want to go home. I want to go home. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. It just, I can't believe how noisy, you know what it is? The rain, the wind. It's very noisy. So it's very distracting. I've been distracted many, many times here tonight. Yeah, me too. And, uh, between the, the wind and the, the lightning and the banging of the, the blast, and your girl making faces at me uh, and, 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 and mouthing "Don't vape" because people are gonna get all pissed off. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? Don't exhale. What am I supposed to do? Hold my hold breath. it in. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can fucking do it. Hold it in. All right, nice. I seen that movie, Waiting to Exhale. I don't think I have. Yeah, I don't think there was many white folks in it. I think we got more white people at the table right now than uh-huh. we're in that movie. <laughs> but uh, but I did see that movie. Hmm. I, one time, long time ago. Wow, what is that uh, on your hands? The movie? It's a joke. Six, six, seven, evil, like the movie? Like, yeah, it's like evil and then some. Oh, is that what so it is? A little over? Who I am, yeah. So it was like. That's funny. It was, like, it was a goof tattoo. There you go. I like, I like goof. I have the knot man. I'm a, I'm a big. I was a heavy metal guy, <laughs> but I still Antrax? am. I'll talk to Antrax Dude, Antrax I love Antex. I have. If you guys are listening, I got the knot man. My knot man is 33 years I'm old. I'm surprised now. that I don't have the knot man. And really, I'm a. I'm a but I have George Carlin. Oh my God! You do. What the fuck is wrong with you? That's awesome! Wow, wow! You are a fan. I want to see. I want to see someone get a tattoo of me. I want to see this face and stuff. Well, I do a joke when I do rock. I do like rock shows and stuff. And if I'm usually I get with short sleeves. I've recently changed my image. I started going suit and tie. No tie. Suit, vest, button shirt, open. I usually wear a necklace that I broke. My my medallion that I wear. It's on leather and it fucking snapped. And I'm waiting for weeks. If you were listening, hon, fix my fucking necklace. I'm waiting for my wife to restring my necklace. Every time, every like year and a half it breaks. And then I gotta wait like a month for to get around to stringing it. Then it takes a 10 minutes. I'm like, what the fuck? I had to wait a month, 30 days for 10 minutes? You find, you know what? Good. Now I'm gonna have sex with you five times to give you 10 minutes, you bitch. Yeah, two minutes of time, you know. Should I? I haven't seen my wife's vagina in years. Oh, I say it all the time. I don't think my wife would be able to pick my penis out in a lineup. <laughs> if if they lined this up with like five penises, I know she'd be like, I don't know which one is his, but can I try that one? <laughs> you know. Watch Married and Miserable. There you go, man. Yeah, Married and Miserable, baby, live Amazon Prime, baby, streaming now. Um, yeah, and then and then so I'm a comic almost twenty years. I love comedy. Uh, I love heavy metal. Like I said, Anthrax, I got that on my armor. Yep. And that that's 33 years old. I got that when I was in the Navy. I got so that. you got that? 
It's off the State of Mind, not State man, it's Euphoria. State of Euphoria album. Yeah, the yellow and the red no, stripe. I was gonna get that, but Charlie got that on his yes, arm. He does. And I did not get it because I didn't want anybody to think I was doing what Charlie did. Gotcha. I was going to get this, and like three days before, I see the fucking picture with them with him with his arm, and I was like, no, I was gonna do that, right. even though it's his band, you know. Right. So I got, but I got the face. And this guy out here, Iggy Ratz, which was an infamous tattoo guy from out here for years, okay. that was like underground. He did it, um, you know, out of his house when it because it was illegal, you know, yeah. in New York for, until my whatever. My first tattoo was done in someone's kitchen. My first three were done in, in he had he lived in this little tiny house. He had a monkey, a spider monkey, and right. fucking alligators. He jerks off and uh, shit at oh him. yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah, <laughs> fucking batshit. I know. I wrote it in one of my screenplays that I, I have that I'm hopefully going to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Called the seasons. It's real close. Uh, stay tuned for that. I, I, yeah, and that's you comedy. I got to. I got to get through. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, it's going to happen. I got to get through these. I'm actually doing a couple of horror movies. So, which you fell into. I fell into, but I oh, fell into them. It's amazing how it happens. Like I did this one movie, Abnormal Attraction, where I'm Purple Pete. I'm the one-eyed, one floor, one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. Wow, say that one time yeah, slow, yeah, huh? One time Holy slow. shit. Uh, you know why? I'm not high. I should have smoked weed before we right. did this. You would have understood everything. <laughs> but I would be real hungry right now. Um, but yeah, I did this movie with these guys, Fuzz and the Lens. Okay. Really cool dudes. Staten Island guys. that are, They're filming Terrifier 2 right now. Awesome. Um, they're way knee deep. In fact, you've seen Terrifier 1, right? The, I, did an episode, I did an episode of this with uh, David. Oh, with David. I love Dave. Me and Dave are very close. Very good friend of mine. Um, uh, I've gone away on, on, on the road with him a few times doing cons. I've done horror. I've done yeah. some horror cons with him. He's and I, be in Jersey Horror Con, which to, will air afterwards. But you know, I will be know. down there uh, with the Fuzz and the Lens team for. I have shows. I'll be down there Friday and Saturday, and I've, yeah, I, I have shows Saturday, and um, I, I, I got tried. They try, I almost got booked after for the Friday night. I almost took it, and I was like, oh, wait, I'm at the Horror Con. I can't because I love the conventions, man. So I'm doing the horror con Friday and Saturday, but I have the, the booking so Saturday. We'll see. We'll see we'll, I'm going to get there Friday night. And, and I'll be with all of them because they're all kind of going to kind of be together. Saturday. Yeah, because um, Fuzz. Stay in the show boat all weekend. All right. Yeah, well, I'll be there over the, the one night. But the um, last year I was there all weekend. Uh, yeah, I'll still. But the Fuzz and the Lens guys who made the movie Abnormal Attraction, they actually filmed, they produced and filmed my special, uh, Married and Miserable. Yeah. Um, they were all in. Terrifying when the guy gets his head cut off. Yes. The, the, that's my director. That's Mike Levy. Okay. Um, uh, and the whole Terrifying crew is going to be there. Yes. But Mike was the one who got his head cut off. Okay. Uh, then his brother Jason and, and Steve, his buddy Steve Della Sala, are the two cops that come in at the end, gotcha. ready to shoot him. Uh, they are all there. The, if you watch and look at anything Terrifying 2 on Instagram or anything with Damien, they are the, the production team. You see Fuzz and Lynch Productions right below the Terrifying. They actually bought... Damien for his birthday, that gift. Did you see the new Terrifier? Uh, I didn't. The, the, the slap thing, what do you call it? The, the fucking. The, 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 yeah, yeah, the board. They bought him one that says Terrifier 2 on it. It's really pretty cool. Yeah. And, okay. uh, but yeah, they're. I they're, don't know what to say because the first one was great. Yeah, I have, I'm in that. I have a small part in that. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So me and my daughter. My daughter uh, was doing makeup nice. for it, which is really pretty cool. Um, yeah, she did. She did. She didn't do. Uh, Damien does how uh, Dave's makeup. He's, right. he, he doesn't. The only one person he lets touch it, other than him, is the chick uh, Anna Rose that was on. Uh, she was the Staten Island girl from. Uh, she was on the what do you call it? Face Off. Remember the show Face Off that does the special effects yes. stuff. She was on that. The Staten Island girl from a few years back. So she's the only other person he kind of lets 
do the base work and then he has to come in and do everything else. He's very anal. He, you know, he wants to be perfect. I'm not saying anal in a bad way. I'm saying no, he's, he's anal about, he, he, he's a perfectionist. He wants it done. And, you know, he's going by whatever they're shooting. The blood has to be, the splatters have to be exactly where, which is the way a good movie is made. Attention to detail. Dude, and this... You're a Navy guy. You should know Absolutely. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Absolutely, I almost just said. And not on purpose. I know. And that was... Hey! Hey! Not not on purpose. Um, But yeah, so so Damien, I was on... I helped a little bit with a little little PA work with that and wrangling and stuff. And and, uh, yeah, I got them a whole bunch of extras for different things. And they're friends. We're all friends. So we try to help out... Uh, but uh, I got my IMDb credit. I'm on there. Terrified right, too. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, uh, there, when they're done with that, I'm knee deep in another project with them called Stream, another horror movie that we're, we're starting production in June. Which Damien has is our special effects guy. Awesome. Dave is one of our four killers. He's signed, and some big names uh, are not. We have some signed, some not. We have commitments. We, we're real close to signing big, big like like big horror movie icons yeah. and the movie has four killers. And we, if we get what we, the way we're going, we're going to have four of the biggest iconic killers in. Oh, wow. That's my fun. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, we all stop. See, we, for anytime you iconic hear a pause, killers. pause. Yeah. <laughs> anytime you listen to this, that you hear us pausing, it's because we're, Someone's we're, hearing. We're something. hearing stuff, but we're all here. I heard stuff too, but I heard your foot. I think right. it was your foot. Yeah. After you said, "No, not you," but I'm. I I thought I heard something, She's and then hearing shit in German. I know, right. which is very. Uh, I you know, it, not that it's ironic. It's what is because they're German right. people that own this and built this. And, you know, he was a German immigrant, so he's off the boat. Like he right. spoke. They all spoke German. So if she's getting German, that's. You know, I believe her. Also, um, what is she? I don't know when he made this point. Um, what I heard. Yep, I heard that. Okay. That's not what I heard. It was almost like a strumming of a heart. Oh, music. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's, that's what caught my attention just before when he started saying, that. I said, they're spelling out lots of words to me. But I'm not typing them in. Please type them in so we can hear. I'm curious. I want to know what they're saying here. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if you don't mind. Whatever you, you're hearing, if you don't, if you don't mind, do you mind doing it? No, I don't mind doing music at all. I don't speak German or write German, so it's kind of weird for me to be hearing these letters. Can you can you voice can you verbally say them like as they say them to you, or is it? Tell them no sprechen die. What is it sprechen die Deutsch? I know I don't speak German. All I knew was I know an Zigaretten bitte, and uh, my dad lived in Germany for a few years in the army. So when he came home, you know, when we were little kids, like he would teach us like I'm drei, five, four, from six was it counting, you know, numbers. Gotcha. And uh on on cigarette and bitter was uh, can I have a cigarette, please? Dunk a bitter, you know, thank right. you, you're welcome, all that stuff. Um and then you, things you learn from the old movies like uh uh you know, Schnell, Schnell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> move and stuff like that. Um my my niece is uh marrying uh well, she's engaged to a German guy who his family's from Germany and they all speak fluent German. And um my brother's going to do like Rosetta Stone now to, right. to learn how to speak German so he can communicate with his in-laws and stuff. Gosh. Which, But my brother's so smart. Wow, what's the matter? What happened? What's the matter? What is it? Bad stuff? You gotta, you're, you're being recorded, so you got to just say it. We don't want well, to yeah, let me, let me say it. Fucked. 
and an amount paid to a carrier for transporting goods. All right. But look what's right next to the word cost. What? <laughs> well, let me say. Fracht, die, freight the noun, the amount paid to a carrier for transporting right. goods. Right, but fricked. But why does it, what's die have to do with it? Why die, does, I don't necessarily mean Yeah, to the, die. like to die, right. It could be like freight. Freight, something like freight. Well, let's hope. But what, wait, the amount paid to a carrier right. for well, transporting Fracked. Well, you know, um, I mean, this all makes sense. But, I mean, they were, they, they had a brick manufacturing company. They, this would be them talking about, you know, I don't know, carrying, transporting goods. Right. I mean, that, that's what they did. They had barges right here, and they transferred their stuff. They rebuilt Manhattan in, in like 1860, uh, 1835. Well, we will. All right. Well, I will. I, I'll do whatever you guys want. You know I will talk about you guys. I love you guys. I want you, I want the world to know who the Chrysler's were and who they still are because they're still around. Even though they're gone, they're still here, baby, obviously. Your your girl's head spinning. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, but they do. They want us to talk. Okay, absolutely. That. So, hey guys, the rest of this podcast, we're going to be talking about <laughs> the uh, rebuilding of Lower Manhattan. Yes, <laughs> and well, no, not even Lower Manhattan. Every any building built from like eighteen. There was a big. I think it was either eighteen. Uh, my years might be off. Thirty five, fifty five, or sixty five. There, no, it might have been eighteen thirty five. Manhattan burned like it was all wood. And and they lost a whole bunch of. I mean, it was all Lower Manhattan because that's where all the buildings were yeah. at the time. Um, he wanted to rebuild Manhattan, and he wanted that he had an idea for a fire retardant brick, yeah. and a, a bigger. Oh, you seen the Chrysler bricks in there? You took pictures of. Them. Yeah. You see how much bigger they are than a normal brick? Yeah. Now he I also was, made. I was actually surprised that they were that big when you showed it to me. Right now, they because they're fire retardant, and they were built for buildings. Right. So he rebuilt. Man, these barges they were banging out. Bricks. The barges went right out of here and swung around, and they went up to the city. But Queens, Brooklyn, the Bronx, everywhere there was buildings. He, if any building built from like eighteen sixty-ish maybe to nineteen hundred, you will see that K or Chrysler. You'll either see a K, like a circle K, yeah. or the Chrysler. What you see there, the Chrysler, the B Chrysler number, number one. Yeah. Um, that was his bricks. He rebuilt this city. He rebuilt it and rebuilt it. To where, like I said, his buildings are still standing. Wow. He, you want to hear another really cool thing? He funded Steinway pianos. Oh shit! Steinways. His, I think, one of his daughters married a Steinway. He gave them seventy five thousand dollars to to, to absolutely to start Steinway pianos, which is still yeah. to, it's the largest, most popular, most amazing pianos to this day. Wow. Happened. Yeah, that's that's. But that that, <laughs> but that happened largely because he helped. He funded it. He believed in them, and he gave them money. And look at where they are today. So another. See, that's what I'm saying. Like people need to know who these these people were because behind the stories, and he rebuilt Manhattan. Almost every building that was built a hundred plus years ago, he has something to do with why it's still so structurally sound. Yeah. Is because he helped with the the construction. Steinway Pianos. He helped with the birth of that company. Like he helped with yeah, all these. Yeah, he's prominent historian. He, yes, yeah. yeah. More people should know who who he is, and people. And he's not the only one out there like that. I'm sure a lot of small oh, towns like, oh, have of these course. stories and stuff. But he is my town. Like yeah. this is where I'm from, yeah. and I'm I get excited when I talk about this stuff because it just it happened right here, yeah. like your own backyard, you know. Yeah. So 
uh, yeah, they they uh, created an empire that should never be forgotten. So, and and I will, I'm here to not just here now, but I in, until you know for my whole life, I will always. I, well, even if not here, when I'm not here, I talk about it. I, I this yeah. is I talk about this place more than I talk about almost everything else, except yeah. for stand up. When I'm on stage doing my comedy, well, yeah. But yeah. even because people know I come here and I do things, so they're always asking, "Oh, let me see pictures. Let me do this." So I'm always talking about the place. I'm always, right. you know, so I spread the word. If I can do it, even one person at a time. Right. How many people listen to this podcast? All three of you. No, I'm no. just kidding. No, I know you actually. I actually, have really. Fun. Uh, bitte. People bitte. actually listen to this. Which means you're welcome in German. That's one of the few words I do now. Yeah, and I, I love I love them. I love this place. Yeah. But uh, uh, I'm going to actually, you know, my brother, I, I may, next time I come here, guys, I'll, I'll, I'll call my, um, he's, in, he's in the army, my, my niece's soon-to-be husband. Okay. And, uh, but he speaks fluent German. So, but they live down there. He's a recruiter now. Okay. He's, a, he's a recruiter. So uh, otherwise he was away for a while. I'm going to call. I'll, I'll call him, and he speaks fluent German, and I can have you talk to him, and he'll be able to communicate and talk to you guys. But you'll have to speak up for him, all right? But thank you, but I'll definitely do that. Because I just want to, I want to know more about them. I want to know why they're here. I feel, sometimes I feel bad that they're here, but then I, he doesn't want to leave. He wants people to know who he is. I want him to know we are never going to let people forget. Like me and the guy Rick that comes in here. Rick is big, and they love Rick too. And, and, uh, uh, we are doing our best to try to let people know who this is. Now, we may not always do it the right way. You right. know, like sometimes they might get mad at us that we're not doing it proper. Right. But one well, way or another, right I don't know. That's right. what I'm saying. It's hit and miss. You learn. You live and learn like everything else in life. Well, I don't. I, well, you, they might be starting to like you. They might right. be chilling. They might realize as you're sitting here, they realize that you're just that you got that tough demeanor. demeanor. I can't fucking talk tonight. Demina. Yeah. Demina. Yeah. Holy shit. I know. I'm finding myself a yeah, little chewing yeah. on my tongue. Yeah, I'm a little tongue tied tonight. Well, I, I think it's it's the house is chilly. Uh, we had a lot I'm of frozen. We had a lot. <laughs> you can write your name in script with those nipples. Yeah. Um, yeah. Glass. Absolutely. Um, I would like it in script, please. Yeah, uh, dot the I, yes, please. I'd like a cursive J. I don't have a J in my name, but I'd like it anyway. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, now, wow, I don't really feel it in my head. Okay. Very nice. Oh. Yeah, you were like, yeah, you know, we're going to the mansion, you know, uh. talk about comedy and my projects. And we'll talk a little bit about the house. Yeah, it's about ninety percent house, a little bit of But you know what? If that's what they want, I I love talking about it, yeah, no, and I know a lot a about very it. Cool experience. Yeah, I didn't think that I'd be sitting in here. You know, yeah, I was you know on the horn, but just no. We're sitting here like at the dining room table, almost. We're in the rear parlor room, but we have it set up like more of as a dining room. Right. So, um, so part of the echo, the twelve foot ceilings. Ceilings. See, you are as tongue tied as I yeah, am tonight. Ceilings. Tongue tied and twisted, just an earthbound blistered by, something like that, right? That, that's the, the Pink Floyd song. Tongue tied and twisted, just an earthbound blistered by. I don't know the last two words, but that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, uh, it's a Pink Floyd song. What song is that? That's uh, Learning to Fly. It was yeah, yeah. Right after, right after Roger Waters left. Okay. There was the album right after that. That is off of. The Vision Bell. Was that the one? No, he's on Division Bell. No, it was. It was. Uh, is it Learning to Fly? Maybe. Maybe. Could be. I don't know. Uh, 
whatever. Still amazing. They were all amazing. But uh, you got any like shows and shit coming up? Yeah, I mean, go to my website. Craig Lloydgren is my my name. My website. Everything is Craig Lloydgren. It's C R A C R A I G. Damn, I can't even fucking spell my own name. Last name is L O Y D G R E N Lloydgren, and it's CraigLloydgren.com. And on my website, I mean, you can go and you can check out. I got some cool little stupid videos of things I've done and some stand up on there. But the links up at the top, there's links to everything to Amazon to my special. To IMDb, to all my social media, Facebook, everything's there. All the links are there. There's some cool pictures. I, I have a cool little gallery up there. I have a, I have a married and miserable page there. Um, my wife is she does it. She takes care of my stuff. So she's building, uh, starting to build my roast the ghost page, the RTG page. So you'll start to see a lot of the paranormal stuff on there too. But we do it with comedic flair, so there's comedy involved. Uh, like we never finished talking about the movie before the movie stream. Right. After stream is done, yeah, we got sidetracked. Well, we heard, yeah, yeah, but that's all right. It, it happens after we did. Right, remember it was at four. The four most iconic. That's where we left off. Yeah. When we last I left our killers. Cape Crusaders, they were talking about four of the most iconic killers ever to hit the silver screen. Right. Uh, but um, uh, yeah, once we do that movie, which Dave is in it, uh, I mean, we might have. I, I don't know if we should. I should say, ah, fucking, I'll say it. Anyway, I mean, we, they're not signed yet, but we are real close to signing, like Robert England. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's out there. It is out. It is in the universe. Um, and it's it's you know he's read the script. He loves the script. And then his his manager died, so we're in we're in like a little bit of a, a window with that. Trying to him getting new management and everything, and and getting everything settled down, and then just picking up the projects and going on. So we're kind of waiting on that. To, that it's happening, but we're waiting for it. Uh, we're talking to Danny Glover. I, oh yeah, man! That, we're talking to Kane Hodder. Uh, you know what? Kane uh, was the first person uh, to pop Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want in my perfect world, if I can get what I want in the film, and I, we may not get it, but we're gonna get. If we don't get these guys, there's other really cool. They're, they're talking to a few other guys, and I can't remember the names of of who else there because it's really their project. I just I'm one of the producers, but I'm not. It's their baby. They wrote it and everything. I'm just part of it. I'll have a nice juicy part in it. Nice. Um, and and I'm I'm a producer. I I, I found money for them. You know so. Um, uh, in my perfect world, here's my perfect lineup. It's uh, Robert England, uh, Tony Todd, Candyman, baby. I love Tony Todd. So, uh, Tony Todd, Kane Hodder, and Dave. Dave signed already. David Howard Thornton, Art the Clown. So, uh, those guys working together as one team. Danny Glover is the cop, and yeah. So, uh, and then a few other people we have. Um, what's his name? Daniel, Daniel, uh, is it Holbrook? Uh, he's been in everything. He's the U.S. Marshal. He's he's signed. He's on it. Right. He's the father of the the family that goes away. Um, he's about to be talking about this. This isn't going to drop for like a while because I have several that have already reported. So oh fuck you, then I'm out. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I think I think he'll be fine. He's no, drop like like in like the first week of April or something. Really right. No, yeah, but uh, about five weeks. We like we uh, but with this we have we have all these people. Uh, is it? I have to. I think it's Hol Hollabrook 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 Hollabrook. Hal it's, Holbrook. No, no, not him. He's. I think he's dead. Uh, Hal. Yeah. No. Terrible. He was good in Creep Show. Daniel. Well, this guy was in. He was the cops. He was the main guy with the, the like the hat and the mustache, the hat to the side and the mustache with the raincoat and the uh, U.S. Marshals and okay. and I know who you're talking about. what's the exactly. and what's the first one? Uh, uh, the Fugitive. The he's fugitive. in. The, and one of my favorite movies he was in. I, um, did you guys ever see Disorganized Crime? I think I oh my god! It's with yeah. Fred Gwynn and and uh, it's Fred Gwynn, Lou Diamond Phillips. 
um, Corbin Burnson. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, and they uh, Ruben Blades. They go to rob a little uh, play, and then he's the two cops are Ed O'Neill and, and, and yeah, baby, and 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 Daniel. Uh, what's it? Rollback. I feel bad that I'm butchering his name, right. but he's cool. You know, he was actually the first. He was the first uh, guy in Home Alone. He Daniel Stern took his part. He oh, no shit. he had the original. He was cast originally for Daniel Stern's character Mexico, alongside of Joe Mexico. Pesci. And three days, they shot for three days, and they fired the director, and he was linked to the director. So when they fired the director, they he fired him. Yeah, so he lost that, and it's like one of those things that, he, you know, what if, yeah. you know, one of the, uh, such an iconic three or four movies came out of the deal. Yeah. Now, who knows how, I liked him in all those other movies where he plays the straight guy in the comedies, so he probably could have pulled it off. Yeah. But, you know, to see what Daniel Stern did with that movie, I mean, come on. <laughs> it was amazing in that movie. But so it's hard to see someone else play the part. Sure. But uh, just like Danny Aiello, Danny Aiello was supposed to have he was holding out for uh, in Goodfellas, and they they hired Paul Savino. Yeah, he that was, would have been weird. He was holding out for more money, but he was first cast for that. Yeah, and he yeah that. he's trying to get a little more money, and they were like, you know what, fuck you, we're going. Uh, Paul Savino's great. He's great in it, but Aiello would have been pretty good in it too. I think. Love Danny he would have. Danny Aiello. He would. Yeah, I love. I was friends. I was really good friends with Danny Aiello. Yeah, absolutely. Really? R.I.P. Oh yeah. I say it all the time. I say recipes to a lot of people. You know who passed away yesterday? Who? James Lipton. No way. The, from from all the from the shows from um inside the, the actor studio. studio. Absolutely. Yes. Oh my oh, god. Yeah, I'd be able to watch that show all day long. Oh, my my screen keeps slipping. I'm like, why do I see shit on my screen? It's an altar goose. Oh my God. As long as I can make a phone call, I don't care. Right. What, uh, who was I looking up? Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, this Ed O'Neill. No, Neal. the other guy. Uh, no, Ed Neal is the hitchhiker from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, there you go. Ed, Ed Gein. <laughs> Ed Gein. Yeah. Way your face. Uh, nice. Oh, wow. I totally spelled that wrong. I'm like, why isn't this coming up? <laughs> Were you a Dice fan? I was until I met him. Really? Exactly. Yep. And then, and then I, but, I he, but he's become a parody of himself. He lives that gimmick, right? Yeah, but when I first met him, why is coming? Well, well, who has a better impression of Dice than Anthony Cooper? No, oh no, yeah, no, no. no but when God. I, but when I first met, I was a big fan. I loved. Uh, I'm just looking for our movie. Okay, that's not it. So Andrew Silverstein was a half a jerk job. <laughs> yes, it's Mr. Silverstein. Here it is. Oh, yeah, I was right. Daniel Roebuck. I, I, if I didn't say that, I, I that thought... That sounds familiar. Yeah, I'll show you what he looks like. All right. Let me see. Even though it's not a visual podcast, you get it, kids. Yeah, that guy. Of course I know who that guy is. Yeah, I mean, and, if, and then if you look at his, his, his photos... Oh, I'm not on his photos. Or am I on his photos? Who the fuck am I on here? Oh, wow, that's an old movie. <laughs> yeah, th- yeah that, that, you know, I'm like on that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. But he's been in a ton of things. But yeah, he's signed. It's awesome. So when when is this production start? We, we're starting in. Was it in stream? Stream, and we're starting in June. Okay. Yeah, having me here. Oh, you motherfucker! Is any of it going to be filmed around here? A, a little. Wow, they have to the store. Like that. <laughs> he's well, sidetracked people. Going over. Oh, oh yeah, I have ADD, man. I'm I'm one thing at a time. Hold on. Oh, here's what it is. They didn't, they didn't add anything. I was still on Daniel's thing. I was like, wow, look at all this information. <laughs> it was on Daniel. It wasn't on the film. But, um, but yeah, so uh, what did you just ask? 
it's going to be filmed around here. <laughs> oh, yeah. A little bit. We're doing most of it upstate. Okay. And we're, we're trying to keep it in New York, but it's a little more affordable taxes and stuff, okay. permits and stuff upstate. So we keep it in New York, but we keep it. We need a lot of it takes place in a hotel. So we need a hotel, you know, we need the room and the space somewhere we can like rent the whole wing for a month and film six weeks yeah. and film. So 90% of the movie will take place at an undisclosed location. Nice. In some little town that. I got the breeze on my back again right now. Heavy. Yeah, yeah I feel it. I feel it. I feel, I feel it on. Well, I'm facing it's like this. A refrigerator opened yes. up behind. And, and I, I feel it more in my crotch area. Yeah, yeah because I, my legs are open and I'm facing you, oh. so I'm getting a. I, I felt like someone just bit into a York peppermint patty. <laughs> is really what I, what happened there, and uh, I feel this cool sensation blowing across my penis. Uh, and I'm married a long time, so that doesn't happen. So trust me, I can tell you when I feel it. All right. Um, yeah, whatever. If you need me, I'll be in the corner kicking the cat. Nice. <laughs> oh, Robin Williams <laughs> live at the Met. Yeah. When he quit doing coke. If you need me, I'll be in the corner kicking the cat. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, that's that's me. You go watch my specials. I yell. I run around. I'm I'm high energy. I love what I do. But yeah. So we we have some things coming up. So you were saying before, CraigLoigren.com. That too. I, I'm like Rosanna, Rosanna, Dana. I will start 15 different conversations, and I will never finish one immediately, but throughout the course of the evening, we will get back to each and every one of those conversations, and I will close all those doors. And for anybody under the age of 30, go look up Rosanna, Rosanna, Dana, right? Right. Maybe even under the age of 40. Yeah. As we get older. Gilda Radner, Saturday Night Live, the best. She was amazing on that show. Oh, yeah. She never finished a sentence is basically where the joke goes. Right. So you let your parents listen. They'll fucking laugh. You know? Right. <laughs> Anybody young listening. What is this? Yeah. Old references. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Most people have probably listened to your podcast into the metal scene, into the rock and roll scene, yeah. uh, into like anything cool or into, uh, well, get most of my references. It's funny. Absolutely. I Like all the young kids that work the haunt, those noises are me. I'm moving the chair. Is moving. Yeah. My ADD is starting to kick in. I'm really yeah, starting. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I know my dem- my demographic, the mo- most of it, wow, most of it, I can't fucking talk, dude. Wow, yeah. Most of it is anyway. <laughs> Sold to the little guy with the slick back hair, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> so my, my demographic is mostly like the majority. It's like from like 34 years old up to like. 35? Like 47. Oh. <laughs> like 47. My, so, my demographic is from 34 to 35 year olds. So people might even know who like Robin Williams even is. Right. right. Isn't that the guy who killed himself? <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah, oh, yeah. When that happened, dude, that was like the day the earth stood still for me, exactly boy. I was. I wasn't in good shape, but I remember exactly where I was. <laughs> I wasn't. I, I was, exactly I was, you know, it's, it's amazing for a few people. I, I, I was around for where I was like on stage for a few. I was at a, I was at a show when I heard about it. I yeah. was devastated. I was just getting ready to go on stage. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, for a few that people. Was 2014. Yeah. Summer of 2014. Yep. Yeah. I was sitting in a bar on Third Avenue in Bay Ridge. Nice. Yeah. Sitting in a bar on Third Avenue, and I still we still like football. Where are you from in Brooklyn? Well, you Bay Ridge guy or, or Bensonhurst? You live in Bath Beach. Oh yeah, you look like you live in Bath Beach. What does that even mean? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like yeah, typ- atypical Italian guy. Then, you know, I'm like an Italian. I'm like, I'm like a little bit Italian. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little bit Italian on my mother and father's side. Only a good half. Yeah, right, right. Okay. 
I'm Italian. I look like a fucking, nothing personal, guys, but I look like a Nazi. <laughs> and I was saying nothing personal to the spirits. I don't care about you fucks out there. Right. I mean, I do. I just don't care if I offend you. Right. Um, no. Yeah, no, but I, I'm, I'm Italian and Swedish, and I look my, I have a Swedish last name. I do a whole bit. If you go watch Married and Miserable, there's another plug. I do a whole bit. It's my three-quarters Italian bit about me being three-quarters Italian and looking like this. Right. And I do a whole story. It's all true. Everything. Right. I, my old man thought he was full-blooded Italian. I mean, uh, full-blooded Swedish. He was an orphan at age 11. His, his mom died, and he never knew his father. He, he was told his father was a Swedish sailor that bailed during World War II because right. he was born in 42, my old man. Yeah. So, um, uh, and he believed it. It's unbelievable enough. Um, in his, I say on stage at the age of 50, there was rumors when he was like 35 that his godfather, my uncle Joe, who was very much in our lives, was his biological father. And my grandmother was, was his gumata. So oh, I do a whole bit about my father being a byproduct of a gumata. And it's all true. Shit. He went with my aunt. We grew up calling these ladies all because he had four. They were four, my uncle Joe had four daughters. So we grew up calling them aunt because my father didn't really have any family all like adopted. But my dad just eight years ago now, nine years ago, him and my aunt Susie went. And got tested, and they are in fact brother and sister. So yeah. we we proved that Uncle Joe. We look like him. We fucking all look alike. Like it's like how do you how can you not be like I I look just like that guy. How is he not my grandfather? Right. But uh, I do a whole bit about my last name. My my mom is Asatola. My, my her grand her father was Rocco. My 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 grandfather was Joseph Giuseppe uh, Ross, Rocco uh, Rosso. Russo, my, I changed it to Russo for the stage. My father was like, oh, someone might be offended. I'm like, dad, there's maybe three people alive and none of them are listening to me. Right. You know, like, don't worry about it. Yeah. But, uh, but I do a joke on stage. It's like, my, my name could have been Rocco Russo. I'm like, <laughs> you know how many things in my life would have been different? Like, I, like I'll tell you right now, I wouldn't have fucking gone bald because the hair would have just respected me that much more, you know? His name is fucking Rocco. We got to stick around, you know? Yeah. So, like... But um, but yeah, I'm three quarters Italian, and I and I look like this. My last name Loigren is a bastard name. There's no, we're the only ones. You meet someone Loigren in my fucking family because it's a bullshit name. Nice. When we Google it, it's a bullshit name. Yeah, it's a bullshit. It's a bullshit name. <laughs> when when we Google it, it comes up. There was like two people. They probably fucking looked it up. That bought cemetery plots in Seattle, Washington in 1929. No lie. No lie. Google my fucking name. That's the only other other than my family Loigrens from New York and now in Florida. You're going to see two fucking people in 1929 that bought fucking cemetery plots in Seattle. All right. And, th and that was it. The only other Loigrens we could ever find ever. And that's, they were probably like, sounds like a good name. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> right. and, and, but my old man didn't want to change it. It was too, he was always that. We were all that established. He didn't want to disrespect anybody. Right. So, you know, yeah, old school, that whole, old, I was like, I do the whole bit. I'm like, dad, how did you think we were fucking full-blooded Swedish? You know, like I, first of all, he's, he's very, he talks like this all the time anyway. I do a whole, I don't want to keep doing the jokes, but, yeah. but that's go what. Go watch it. Yeah, go watch the special. Give me my six cents. You might even laugh. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, we, we try, we try. It's fun. Yeah, man. It's good, but it's, it's, uh, it's, it's good, man. I, I have good things happening and getting close to, Really, really coming along. We're like, I'm like, I'm like this close. I know you guys can't see; it's all audio, but I'm holding my fingers really close together, like a pinch. I'm this close to something finally fucking happening for me. That's good, man. You got this horror movie coming up. You have, well, just go to the fucking website. Yeah, go to Craig like tour dates and shit. Yeah, the CraigLoigren.com. My dates are right there on the the homepage. Dates are always being added, um, and there's there's dates that aren't on there yet that should be on there, but they they'll go up. I I'm a little slow with certain things. I, because I, I do it all myself. Well, my wife, if it wasn't for my wife, 
I, I would be like, all right, uh, if you want me, call my, uh, you know, leave me a, a fucking, you know, a, leave me your number on my pager and I'll fucking call you back, right. you know. I, well, I'm it still... seems like a good sport. You made a special called Married and Miserable, and she's like, you're right here, lady. Well, you know what Jeff it is? Jabs. Because the Married and Miserable doesn't mean it's more of the balance of marriage. You can't be married. It's the yin and yang. Gotcha. You can't be married without being miserable some of the time. And if she was sitting here next to me, you would see which one of us is fucking miserable <laughs> and, and which one of us is married. That's all I'm saying. But, uh, but yeah, it's like the yin and yang, good versus evil, you know? Right. You can't have comedy versus tragedy. It's the same. It falls under that, and that's why I named it that, because okay. it falls under that, you know, that whole thing. So, But it's, it's cool, and I bitch about my kids and stuff. My kids are adults, but they're little cocksuckers right. <laughs> and if you come and see me now you'll find out if you call your son cocksucker long enough you'll find out what happened but um oh, i do a whole bit oh my god it's the best it's shit i'm awesome. doing on stage man yeah, yeah. it's funny man yeah yeah it's he, he's a little my son is gay okay everybody i'm just my son is gay he's 27 he's very cute he likes spanish men if anybody wants to come out and see my boy um uh yeah he's he's i love him and i do i do about 10 or 15 minutes on stage about him coming out and and what like how our lives, what we do now that there were signs we didn't see it, we didn't know, you right. know, it's great. But it's it's so passionate, it's so personal to me, it's yeah. so amazing. And he's such a good boy, like he's such a good kid. I, he's a man, he's not a boy, unless he wants to be called a boy. But usually with his partner, not with me. <laughs> right now he'd be like, "You're a dick, Dad." Uh-huh. I can hear him right now. He lives in Florida. He's out of Florida. I can hear him right now from like a thousand miles. You're a dick. Why are you gonna keep talking about me? Because I love you. Yeah, I was going to say, it's out of and, love, and it's only jokes. And it's my not, daughter... It's not, it's not meant to be mean-spirited. No, nothing I do. Nothing I do. I try. Right. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I get on people, and I, I fuck with people, but I do it with love. Right. I found out a long time ago, 18 years ago, I'm a club on Staten Island, Circles Comedy Club, uh, when I was a new comic. I was doing comedy about a year, maybe a year and a half, and I was opening up with Bob Levy, the Reverend Bob Levy, if okay. you know Bob. Uh, Bob was a big influence to me when I was in my younger years. Uh, helped me out a lot with a lot of clubs. He used to just book a lot of shit, and he was good to new comics. Like He always gave you work and stuff. Yeah. Um, I should have actually named him. I, I name, in my special, I name you know, my, my mentors that really molded That's me. Fine. Well, I, I put down the inspirations, the guys that we talked about here on my, on, in the credits. But the guys who helped me and taught me is Joseph Anthony. I don't know if you ever heard of him. You guys look him up, josephanthony.com. Super funny. Little Italian guy. Um, and Vic DiPetetto. And I'm sure oh, you... Yeah, yeah, Vic so... Vic DiPetetto rules. No, yeah, I ran, I ran with Vic for uh, 10, 12 years. I opened for him. I ran with him for years, years and years. I, I love Vic. Vic DiPetetto's the guy that got... Yeah, the bread... He's what? Bre- yeah, yeah, yeah. The bread and milk guy ticked yeah. off Vic, all that stuff. Oh, Vic came, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tony Gaga. Uh, yeah, Tony Gaga. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He's got a guy. I got a guy. Yeah, so I got fire Right, right, right. It's got everything. I, I got a guy. Yeah. And I, I got yeah. a fucking parachute. Right, right. Everything. Coffee. Coffee. Everything. Yeah, but that's those those guys and and Al Martin who owns used to own the New York Comedy Club. Started it 28 years ago. Owned it for 25 years. Just sold it a few years back. He owns the Broadway Comedy Club. Okay. He owns the Greenwich Village Comedy Club. Nice. Um, I was he was one of my mentors too. I used to drive him. He lived on Staten Island and. You know, when you have to earn your way on stage. I, I used to bark, but you know, early you to bark at clubs to get people in. I did it for years in the early years up in Manhattan. I did, um, uh, and for him, you know, I, I he lived on Staten Island, so I would drive him in two or three days a week, and back and forth from his house and stuff. And I would get spots, but then we got friendly and we started hanging out outside of comedy and you know going to dinner and just getting together. Great guy, 
very influential, very influential with me. So those are my three guys that I name as my mentors in the business. And then we went over my my mentors in my life and what made me become a comic. But uh, what was I to? Oh, so I'm with Levy, right? I'm at Circles Comedy Club. Yeah. It's 18 years ago, maybe 17, whatever, a long time ago. It was like a year and a half, two years of comic at Tops. Um, and there was these two big Italian guys right in the front. And I just started picking on, like, fucking with the big Italian. And he was huge. Sitting down, yeah. he was bigger than me. Like, you know, yeah, blocking all who sat behind him. So... And I just started making them gay and I was fucking with them and doing everything. And then I was teasing them and saying like, oh, guys, please don't hurt me. Don't, you know, don't kill me if you kill me. You know, stupid things I, I still say to this day sometimes. Like wrap me up old fashioned in a, in a, in a, uh, in a, in a carpet. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm allergic to plastic. Please don't let my body break out. Even if it's going to be in six different bags, don't put it in bags. Wrap me up in a carpet, all right? Um, drop me off between here and Atlantic City on your way down. Like, you know, shit like that. And, um, and we're done. I only was doing like 15 12 or 15 minutes and I probably only had 10 minutes. So I had to riff for a few oh, minutes to get through. Um, so I get off the stage and I go to the back of the room and my wife is back there. And then this guy and in circles on Staten Island used to be the front end of the room held about 50 or 60 people. Then it was actually like three or four steps down to like a lower level. And then with an overflow, cause the stage was up about three feet or four feet. You could sit low and actually look up through the middle and still see everything. It was weird. So I'm now we're down. I mean, that's where the bar was. So I come to the bar by my wife, and now this guy fucking stands up, and you can't even see the stage anymore. The comic, it was like a fucking eclipse. He stood up, and I was just like, "Oh my god, this guy is huge, and he's coming here." I'm like, "Babe, if this guy starts hitting me, because I just fucked with him for ten minutes, I'm like if this guy starts hitting me, don't get between us, don't do nothing, just call." For help, call the police. Call, you know what? Don't even call the police. Call an ambulance because by the time the police get here, I'm going to be dead. I, I need an ambulance. Just stay, please. Don't get involved, baby. Please, you know. So he walks up and he's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I'm like, fuck, you know. He walks up to me. And he goes, you. And he's like, look at that. He's like six foot eight. He's huge. He's and 350 pounds. This enormous fucking wall of human. He's like, you, and he's pointing at me. You, you, looking down at me. He goes, you're the best. And he grabbed me, and he gave me a big fucking bear hug and kissed the top of my head because like, that's how much bigger he was. And he, he goes, you're a fucking animal. And I was like, oh, thank you. Actually, he was crushing me. I was like, oh, thank you, you know, because he was squishing me. And he was done, and he, and he walked away, and I was like, oh, my God. And that was the day I realized. I was like, I, if I do this right, I can get away with anything. And, and, I, and I do. I get away with a lot. I push the envelope, but I don't do it. Maliciously, I don't try to hurt anybody. And the, and the room would be able to feel that. Absolutely. And every, now don't get me wrong, every once in a while, I piss people off. I've had, I had an old, I was talking about it the other day. comedy, sometimes you're supposed to be uncomfortable. I was in a backyard doing a backyard gig about 10 years ago. Uh, the kid, they hired me, his, he graduated high school. And it was like three of us there in the backyard. There was like 70 people next to a fucking pool, setting up the worst nightmare gigs that you don't want. But you make it a couple hundred bucks, so you're happy with that. Everyone did. So, absolutely. Does. Band plays so, basements and friends right. house parties. And, and they, wanted, they wanted us to roast the kids. So the first guy went up and fucked with everybody. Wasn't that funny? Kind of stupid. Next guy went up. He was a little funny. Kind of stupid. But anyway, we were all messing with him. And I went up there, and I started ripping on everybody in the, in the backyard. Right. And now I got everybody. Everybody's listening. Everything's good. And out of nowhere, this old lady stands up, and she's just like, you're horrible. You're no 
Um, she was like, you're no uh, Don Rickles, and you certainly know Dean Martin. I was like, yeah, lady, I know I'm not, because they're both fucking dead, all right? You know? And if you want to see them, why don't you go join them, you know? And, and everybody started laughing, and then the other old lady stands up, or something like that. I don't know if that's what I said verbatim, yeah. but something in that line. And, right, and then the other old lady stands up, and she's like, Hilda, you always ruin everything. Why are you doing this? Like, this is Johnny's... You know, graduation party, leave. We're having a good time. We're enjoying this. Why? And they start arguing. He's like, because he's terrible and he's insulting our family. And she had a wine glass in her hand. She fucking threw it at me. Nice. And yeah, yeah, dude, like the Matrix. I was like, I see it coming because she was old. Thank God she moved slow. Otherwise, I wouldn't have got out of the way. But I, no shit. I literally turned sideways and the fucking fluid just went right past me like a movie. And it just hit. And I was like, whoa. And and, and then I felt like a hero because everybody seen me get out of the way. Like, I was like, you see that fucking badass Matrix move I just did there? Like it almost had music. It was like bound, down, bound, 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 as I'm fucking slowly moving as the bullets fly. But and then the old two old ladies started almost fist fighting. They're sisters, and one was the grandmother, and one was the great aunt. And she's like, "You ruined everything. We can't take you anywhere. You gotta stop drinking." They start fighting that she's drunk and an alcoholic. Dude, it just blew out to everything. And I'm standing there holding the microphone, going, "I don't know what." And now I'm now I'm almost commentating. I don't know what to do, but this is really interesting. Who wants to listen to me? Look at this, like you know, we have like a cougar fight. You know, it's not even a cat fight. You know. And uh, it was like a saber-toothed tiger fight, you know, two old ladies fighting. But so now I'm giving like a blow-by-blow, blow, but very nervously because I'm like, what the fuck do I do now? Like, what do you do? And the guy comes up to me like, listen, just pack it up. It's done. It's not going to happen. Here's your money. Get out of here. But, yeah, so I've, I've had people like throw shit at me. So, you know, and that turned into a whole fiasco of, of insanity. But it makes for a great story on yes. the – on the Brooklyn Blast Pod Furnish podcast. I, I think I said that way wrong. No, did I say that right? The, the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Blast, Blast Furnace Podcast, right? Yeah. The Brooklyn Blast Podcast. No, the Brooklyn Blast Furnace. Oh, yeah, I left it out. I left out yeah. the furnace again. The Brooklyn Blast Furnace Podcast. I'm trying to say it right. Dude, are you for everybody at home? Try repeat after me. Brooklyn Blast Furnace. Yeah, people, yeah, people for some reason. It's a tough. It looks. I love your symbols. Like I, I love your shirts. I love the symbols. I love the little fucking glass circles, things that light up, and everything that you have. Even if you only have one, it is a light, right? No, I, have, I have like the buzzer. All right. I, I love all that shit. I love all you your symbols. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get stuff. I want a shirt. I want you know two lights, three shirts. I want you know there's a <laughs> couple of things. Where I'll get. I got little knickknacks. I got little. I know a guy. Give you two dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I gotta get one for Vic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, no. Uh, I love all your stuff, but but to try to say it, yeah, we we haven't we haven't had a good time tonight saying anything in here. <laughs> no, like, everything's coming out like little, 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 yeah, right. So to throw out a Brooklyn Blast Furnace podcast, and there it is. Hey, Tov, it's a boy. <laughs> but um, no, but I I had a good good time. What time yeah. was it? Like midnight? Yeah, yeah. yeah. almost. I don't know. Hour and forty, man. Yeah, good. I told you. I told you we could talk. Yeah, we could talk. We could talk, and it calmed down outside. Maybe not. <laughs> you know what? I'm. I'm yeah, right. Too bad we can't stay, baby. <laughs> Eddie Murphy, brother. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> True. Wow, was there a plane landing? On the roof. No shit. Yeah. I'm sorry, we're pausing again because there's just noises happening. Yeah, there's, all sorts of there's, 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 yeah, there's. I mean, there was a plane going by, but there's other noises constantly happening. I have seen shadows in that room, yeah, a lot tonight, um, and I'm getting the chills really heavy again and the cold, cold right now. That, that yeah. means they're here again right now. Um, yeah, no, they don't. They're awesome. 
We did, it, yeah, but we they hang. I love the fact yeah, that they yeah. come down. It's their house. We're in the house, so they you have the right. It's us that needs to leave when they want us out. Um, this is their home, yeah. and and I don't mind th- that. I'm happy that they let us do this. Thank you for letting us do yeah, this. Thank I, you for letting us do this, even though you're making me really cold. And you don't like it, <laughs> right? And and uh, I'm sorry. I'll never I'll never bring riffraff in here again like this. What? What are you saying? You actually acknowledged that. Yeah, he's getting... Well, and I would acknowledge him no, the whole time. No, yeah, you did it with sincerity. Uh, my nipples are so fucking hard right now. If I was a porn star, you know how much money I could make on these fucking nipples? Holy shit, my nipples are so hard right now. My head, again, the fuzz. I've I've gone through some heavy emotions while sitting here tonight. So, um, and I just been trying to, I'm just pushing through and rifling through, yeah. but this, this house was super, super exciting tonight. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you house for being super exciting. And, and thank you to Balthazar and, and your family for allowing us in here to do this. Exactly. And, and once again, look up, look up uh, people at home, look up the Chrysler mansion, look up Chrysler the Google it, Google it. You'll Google it. You'll r- find all those stuff about the haunt, but you'll also find out the history of this guy What's and his family. Works? It's so interesting, it and that it happened here. Like, yeah. like even if you're in Brooklyn, he built. He may, if you're in a house, a building over 1900 or earlier, you might have a brick. You might be sleeping on his bricks. Get the fuck up and look. No, uh, anything like pre World War II is like you know the, yeah. the pre World War II building. Yeah. But but he he was a great guy, and, and just look him up, man. Look him up. Don't don't let anybody forget the name. You know, and look up Craig Lloyd. Hey, yeah, you know what? While you're at it, after you look up Balthazar Chrysler, which, by the way, is an amazing name. That's the name of a, a, an archangel. Balthazar is, a, you know, it's it's very biblical. That's like a big time biblical name. Um, my name is Craig Lloyd. There is nothing on that name. That name is like I, the way I told you that it's a, it's a, the last name is a bullshit name. So I'm down to Craig. That's the only fucking plausible, plausible fucking name. And I found out. I thought my name sucked because it was one syllable. Craig, you know, just that's it. You know, you don't get nothing out of it. Um, I, I say, I tease sometimes say my name is a, like, it's like a black name, but a light black name. Cause I know four Craigs and three of them are black, you know? So, but I'm, I'm not like Tyrone black. I'm like, I'm Craig, you know, I'm, 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 I'm Craig light. I'm like, Craig, you know, how'd you get fired on your day off? You know, I'm like that kind of Craig. Uh, oh, come on, dad. Come on. Hey boy, get in here. I got to talk to you. Oh man. I'll, I'll wait until you're done when he calls yeah. me to the bathroom. Of course, and, yeah, and, and he's like, Oh dad, man. He's like, I've been smelling your shit for 22 years. You can come yeah. in here and smell my shit for five. Ah, he passed away too. Uh, who? The oh, the father who played that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a couple of years ago, I think, right? Yeah. About two years ago, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, what a great, great movie. Another yeah. great movie. Friday. Yeah, we were, I was referencing Friday. The longer you stay with me, the more I, you'll find my whole life is around movie quotes. Right. But, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, so to get back to, yeah, look up me, CraigLoigren.com. Everything Craig Loigren, you find it. Married and Miserable yeah. on, on Amazon. Look for upcoming. I got a little part in Terrifier 2. I'm excited about a little part, though. I, if it even makes it to the screen, you know how that shit is. Yeah. They'll probably see one flash of me just staring at you like for a second. Huh? You know, I didn't have, you know, nothing. That, it, it, I didn't get the the part I was looking for. So, but it was still good. I love all the boys. We all work together. I'm just, I'm honored to be any small part of it at all, you know. So, and look for stream, not till next year. Uh, I can't even tell you much more. I probably spoke too much about my project. But as soon as that's a green greenlit on that and we're doing that, yeah. I'll be able to talk to you as soon as they tell me I'm allowed to talk to you. And we'll have you back. 
and I'll and I'd love to be back. And next wow. time, next time we'll do it at one of your haunted houses. I don't have a haunted house. Of course, well, yeah, maybe we do. Maybe we might live in one. I was gonna say you got her. There's shit coming and going That's all the time. Shit, you got no idea. People, she's like, you know, I was kidding she's, about lemons and nails. She's, and shit. she's like the Italian Whoopi Goldberg. Like, like yeah, yeah, right. People are coming to your house all the time. You're like, yo, 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 slow the fuck down. I can't talk one at a time. I can't fucking hear all you at the same time. Yeah. Right? It's like that, right? Right, right. And then she starts, so you're talking tongues ever? Like when you channel? No. Nung, 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 like that. You start doing that. Don't be doing that shit here. Sage and this. He's full of sage from outside. So you right. walk into smoking throne. <laughs> Why? Sage is not good. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, no, it's not good. I can't see. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. Actually, when you tell me it's good, like, and she spoke very loud so you can all hear her. She said something about when the flow is good like that, the house is clear. And I know in my life, anytime I hear the word flow, I just know I'm not getting laid. <laughs> hey oh, hey oh. <laughs> and, and on that note, and on, and on that bombshell, thank you for having us here, man. Thank you for having me on your show, brother. I had a great time. Yeah, me too. Just very cool just sitting bullshit and out and be a little chilly. Right. And look up, look up. If anybody wants to come and do the house, we're going to start doing tours limited, 10 to 12 people at a time. Yeah. We haven't come up with a price. It's it's probably going to be you know, a little over a buck ahead for the overnight to come in overnight, but you'll do at least 12 hours here. We're going to add That's a couple cool. of things That's to the tour. It's worth it for anybody who's into the supernatural and the spiritual world uh, to come in here and, and actually spend the night, or we, we got to figure out what we're going to do. Every once in a while, for a little bit more money, we're going to have guys like Brian Cano in here. Do you know Brian Cano? No. He was on, um, he's on Paranormal Court on Film, the, uh, uh, or Court on Tape, or whatever. It's on, it's on season two now, I think, on uh, Travel Channel. Okay. And before that, he was on Paranormal Collector. For, I mean, uh, yeah, Paranormal Collector, uh, John Zafkis, whatever. The, okay. yes, I, yeah, yeah, you remember that show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the nephew, the nephew uh, yes, of, of the Warrens. Of the Warrens yeah. yeah, for AKA the Warrens are everything, uh, Annabelle and all that stuff, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, Nuns on the Run and all that shit. Um, well, actually, remember Nuns on the Run? That was da- uh, Robert De Niro. Midnight Run. Uh, no, no, not Midnight Run. Nuns on the Run. It's Sean. Um, I've never seen it. It's, uh, it, uh, I just said Sean. What the fuck is his name? Penn. Yes, thank you. Sean Penn. Yes. Thank you. See, there you go. I, I must have looked subliminally. We were writing. And yeah, it's uh, Robert De Niro and Sean Penn, I believe. And yeah. they go in hiding like up in Canada and they dress as nuns. It's like a remake of an old movie from like the 60s. And they did it in the 80s. Okay. It's funny. It's pretty good. And then there was another one. It was an English version with uh, Eric, Eric Idle. And uh, and Robbie Coltrane. Did you ever see that one? No. I forgot what that's called, but it's something very similar. Okay. And for those of you who don't know who Robbie Coltrane is, he's he's Hagrid in all the uh, Hagrid in all the Harry Potter movies. Oh, sorry about that. That's okay. that's Robbie Coltrane. And and Eric Idle is. And if you don't know who Eric Idle is, fucking kill yourself. And look, you guys are looking at me like you don't know who I'm talking about. Monty Python, okay? Monty Python, Eric Idle, Monty Python. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, all right, right. CraigLoigren.com, CraigLoigren.com. And that's it. We're over here now.